Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Guthix Rest, episode number 23. This week, it is yours truly, a guy named Spari in Birdfax. Hello, it's me. We're joined by someone from the north, Jeff Wright. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, I thought it was kind of a far shot when I asked you, but pleasantly surprised that you were willing to come on and uh, join us for this podcast. I'm down. Uh, yeah, I was on uh, uh, Real Homie Hour with, with Mick and Lopsy uh, two months ago. Um, but all I did mm-hmm. during that podcast was hide behind Extra Keen's answers. So, <laughs> Yeah, we had him on uh, our show not too long ago as well, and uh, that was real good. Um, we seem to have a trend of guests on this show that are uh, we just bring on Snowflake Iron Men. <laughs> it's the best kind of guest. It is. It helps that we're friends with a lot of them as well. Like, um, Rakeen's in another Discord that we're in. Uh, I've talked to him in the past, so mm-hmm. it's easy to, to get them on. We had, I don't know if you know who uh, Inquisitor is. I do. Life. Life. Yeah. Yeah, we had him on too. That, that, was, a, that was a real good one. Mm-hmm. But um, welcome. If uh, our audience might not be familiar with who you are, so if you could... Uh, give a quick synopsis of who you are. That'd be great. Sure. Uh, my name is Jeff Wright. I have a series called Northern UIM. Uh, I have arbitrarily drawn a line across Gilinor that happens to coincide, uh, coincide with the wilderness ditch, and I stay north of it. So I've got Fremenic area, wilderness, tiny bit of Mauritania, and I am attempting to turn it into a cohesive narrative. I would describe it as... Uh, a comedy series masquerading as a area locked series. Yeah, a lot of the the video, you know, it, it's a progress series, but like you do like sketches and stuff in it, and a lot of like comedy bits. Yeah, um, I, I make some progress sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, I I love it. Um, I love the way you do things. I, I'll be honest, rawyakmeat.mp4 is still my favorite. A lot of people Very really good. like that video. The it's really good. The I'm video where all I see, do is <laughs> I'm surprised to see that that seems to have like the least views on your channel. That was actually like one of my favorite bits that you did. It was just that whole video. I think it's because it doesn't have Northern UIM in the title. That's fair. That people That's just fair. write it off as like this video has nothing to do with RuneScape. I mean, it's I, I guess it's raw yak meat, right? But. It is a real life. It, it, it it's a binging with Babish parody where yeah. I, mm-hmm. I cook a yak steak, right? As revenge. Yeah, I feel like part of it probably has to do with the algorithm too, just not picking it up. I imagine because it doesn't have uh, yeah. Northern UIM in the title. So. Yeah. Yeah, for me it was I got to the end of I think it was episode thirteen, and you have the card at the end that linked to rawyakmeat.mp4, and I was like, okay, what is this? I have to. Know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to do. I it, it it's a kind of video that I've kind of I've coined it as very high quality shit posts. Mm-hmm. Um I would agree with that description. That I think there's like a really like there's definitely a niche for that that exists in the in the RuneScape video market or just YouTube market that is like kind of untapped. Um so I I've, I've tried to like lean into that a little bit but also there is the 
there's always the looming opportunity cost of, okay, I could spend a month making a very silly video that will be some people's favorite, or I could just put out an ep another episode of my series. Yeah, because yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't imagine that rawyakme.mp4 was a, a short creation by any means. It was not. It was... Uh, I, I, I did learn a lot uh, making it, because it was my first time working with like real life footage mm -hmm. um turns out working in runescape is a lot easier uh that would check out yeah th th there's no like lighting changes in runescape mm -hmm. yeah, you don't you have know, to do any, can... like color grading right but it, it it was fun to make if not a little stressful yeah i mean you know, you got pretty close there a few times as well to uh, a face reveal. I imagine you had to do some cropping to make sure uh, I did. Yeah, you know, you're out of frame the whole time. Yeah. So I haven't face revealed. Um, yeah, there's not a particular reason for that. Um, I, I mean, we haven't just face haven't... revealed either. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Relatable. I was on XP Waste recently and they normally do webcams. But I was just like, I don't really feel like doing that. Mm -hmm. And you got to like like look good i don't do that <laughs> it's fair yeah you know i'm a slack-jawed idiot on camera i'm sure <laughs> yeah no uh i i would describe most of your editing as kind of like super high quality shit posting in the middle of a uh progress video yeah because like i feel like some of these edits i'm like it, it's like a five second bit in the middle of a video and it's like that probably took so long to do yeah like, <laughs> i I've like tried to figure out what part of editing takes the most time. And I think it's like reasonably well balanced, but there are definitely a couple of sequences in every video that are like, you know, three to five seconds long. And I spend four hours editing it. Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the little things that make it like you could just put out like a regular progress series and I'm, sure people would enjoy that but you know there's a reason you know everyone that's talked to you i'm sure has said like the quality of the videos are just absolutely insane yeah it is well it's two things right it's um i strive for very high quality videos and i don't really have deadlines so i mm -hmm. just take months yeah i we we have deadlines here, but I regularly uh, upload uh, five minutes before the next recording. Like oh, God. Today. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I... Hey, well, if you're me, I don't have any deadlines. That's true. Uh, what episode are we on on the YouTube? Like I think seven. Nine? Seven? Okay, cool. <laughs> and we have... This is episode 23, I think. So I'm a little Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I... I probably and we had an editor for two of those episodes. Yes, so. that's true. Um, but he that editor discovered the same thing that I did, where if you want to put in uh, the amount of quality uh, to literally just editing even just a podcast to like flash some things on the screen and do some silly little uh, bits in between it, um, it takes a long time. Yes. It's not, yes. It's not short. Yeah. So we're not like when he was doing the editing, it's not just like, you know, basic podcast editing he was like doing just a bunch of yeah a lot of my time was spent <laughs> uh a lot of time my time was spent finding like uh sources of stuff we were talking about so if we were talking about like updates from a long time ago i'd have to go like find that blog and then i'd put the text on the screen to like verify that what we're talking about isn't complete just 
utter nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like kind of citing our sources at the same time. And then also if we like said something funny, I'd try and do like a visual gag to match it. Um, and yeah, it took a lot longer than I thought it would because it was my first experience doing any like real video editing. So um, yeah, I kind of get it. Uh, I kind of get why Northern UIM takes forever, you know? I have yeah. nothing even close to the scale of that, and it still takes me forever. So, yeah, it's also really hard getting, like, if you're learning while editing. I mean, mm-hmm. everything takes twice as long. Yeah, right. My, I, 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 I keep a pretty diligent log of the number of hours per video that I spend, and I only recently broke the record for episode one. My first episode took me like 200 hours just because I was. Oh my god! <laughs> I uh, granted it was like COVID time. I had plenty of time. I uh, mm-hmm. didn't have a job. I I was still in school actually. Um. So, yeah, Northern UIM episode one took about 200 hours, but half of that time is just me learning Premiere. Um. Mm-hmm. So once you get over that hurdle, I mean, I struggle with. There's a there's a term in game development. Um, I'm a I'm a game dev uh, okay. major. I have a degree. This was this um, was something yeah. I was gonna ask um, <laughs> because you wrote the the Python script in or I think it was a Python script. I forget which script uh, in was, the, uh, whatever episode uh, it was for Slayer. Yeah, it was a uh, C sharp. C sharp. Okay, because that was something I was curious about because I am also a game dev major. Um, oh. And so when you were doing that stuff on the episode, I was like, this seems eerily familiar to the kinds of things that I do <laughs> and I am interested in. I feel like something similar is going on in our lives. So that answers that question without me even asking it. Nice. Um, yeah. So, Bird, how do you end up doing this dumb podcast with me instead of being Northern UIM2? Because um, <laughs> I guess I'm just wildly less talented or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just lazy I as hell. That's fair. Yeah, so so I I kind of envision one of the problems with or I I think of one of the problems with my editing as feature creep, which is just mm-hmm. you 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 start making a game and you're like, okay, this would be mm-hmm. cool to add, and then this would be cool to add, and all of a sudden you have you know ninety seven things you've added to this game or or added to your plan to make this game and. Yeah. And at least when it comes to editing, I am like, sick, let's do them all. And then yeah. I do. <laughs> and then, and yet somehow at the end, the video ends up feeling snappy and quick, even though, you know, I, I just listened to or watched your, uh, which one was this? Uh, episode, I think it was your second to last one, episode 18, just to remind myself what happened in that one. Mm-hmm. And it's 41 minutes long. Oh, but God, felt- that episode was a nightmare. It felt so quick. <laughs> yeah, I keep like I there's there's no filler. It feels like you know. Yeah, that that's true. Um, I'm glad you. I'm 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 glad you described it as uh quick and snappy because mm-hmm. like I look back on some of my older episodes sometimes and I'm like this is so fast. I feel like I'm being like whipped around. That that can be, yeah. That's that's fair, I suppose. But but I assume know. that that might be an experience that only I get when I watch I think that's back a feature, my videos. Not a bug, you know, the feature, not a bug. Yeah, 
like people so. are people have the attention span of a goldfish you know they want if they're bored for five seconds they're clicking off the video yeah so um yeah no, i know i enjoyed it um i did go back as like part of my preparation i think i watched the first like three episodes or something and <laughs> i kind of skipped around from there i think yeah as i go on with my videos like i try to when i start working on a new episode sometimes i go back and watch a couple old ones just to like remember like the flow how did i get into this mm-hmm. um and the the episode that i go to keeps like keeps getting newer like i used to go back and i guess this was like season one episodes one through eight i would watch it from one to where i was um i can't watch those videos anymore like Mm -hmm. i'm 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 at the point where like i think episode 13 that's the one where i made all the the yak hide pants that's about as far as i can like stomach now um one day i i really like series over i have a bunch of free time i want to go back and just like tweak things and remaster things maybe record some commentary adjust pacing all of that stuff yeah do a director's cut um definitely keep the keep the the episodes like uploaded in in case you Mm want to see the originals Mm -hmm. i'm sure yeah i've 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 got people who have told me that they they've rewatched the series several times and i don't want to uh <laughs> deprive them of that if they want to keep doing that but uh i think you know verf and swampletics who are my main inspirations for the series put like very bingeable like entire series in one video yeah, the, like uploads. many hour long the mega videos. yeah so yeah. so i want to do that but like um see if i can uh seamlessly transition from one episode to the next and just make it mm. like one massive thing. I I, yes. I I haven't like given it much more thought than that, but that is something that I want to do eventually. That might be tough. Cause like, you know, when, when you do make like the original episodes, you're trying to have them have a beginning, middle and end. Yeah. And so cutting out that, natural start and stop point might be a little difficult yeah that'll be an interesting challenge also like getting getting rid of sentences like yeah last episode we did this yeah (laughs) because if it's a (laughs) Mm -hmm. 20 minutes ago we did this does that work i don't (laughs) think so yeah re-record lines (laughs) yeah (laughs) but then you run into the issues of um you know your mic sounds different as you go on so yeah i don't know if that's just you've discovered how to use your mic better or if you got a better mic i've well actually recently um first of july i've moved into a new apartment Mm. um and yeah thank you uh moved out of my parents i'm very excited well i was very excited and now i'm paying rent (laughs) and i'm a little less excited but um yeah i after the audio treating my new office uh i've realized just how acoustically blessed i was in my old room at home 
mm-hmm. and like there's no amount of like rock wool or whatever I put on my walls that'll that'll emulate the like nice slope ceilings of my upstairs bedroom. Yeah, I've discovered how bad my current recording environment is. Mm-hmm. I have like really cheap, shitty acoustic foam because I mm-hmm. just haven't gone out of my way to get rock wool yet and some sound panels. But uh, it's helped a little. I can kind of hear the difference in the last two edits I did, but mm-hmm. it's not great. The The big thing really has just been I've learned how to use the software better and I swapped from using Audacity to an actual editing program. Oh, so. what do you use now? Uh, DaVinci. DaVinci? Okay. Yeah, DaVinci Resolve. Um, Does... It, it has, like, a whole audio section called, like, Farlight, I think? Fairlight. I'm gonna write um, that down, because I still use Audacity, and I wouldn't mind... Yeah, upgrading. Audacity is easy, and I learned it in, like, middle school, so I was comfortable with it, but it had a lot of, like, problems that really you only run into when you're like recording two to four hour podcasts ah um the the big thing was like i would apply like a noise gate Mm -hmm. and it would just say no you didn't oh no oh no it it would finish and then nothing would change i could select a small section of it and it would work fine but if i did it to the whole thing it'd be like nah so (laughs) yeah i we had a whole like uh a whole saga of me uh, losing an entire uh, episode's worth of editing to the file being corrupted and me trying to recover it. Then I tried to learn Reaper. Reaper is very complicated, and I said, no, thank you. And then Bird and uh, our buddy Michael showed me how to use uh, DaVinci, which is way easier. Yeah, it's a pretty good program. I like yeah. It. Mm-hmm. The main thing is being able to edit in real time without having to like pause all the time. Oh, yeah, because DaVinci yeah, so. is it is a uh, it's both a video and an audio editing uh, program. Um, yeah, I've got a bunch of friends who use it for video, but yeah, that's I, it's what I started using for video, and then mm-hmm. Spari was trying to figure out you know what he should use for the audio instead, and uh, I think it was Michael from the XP Waste podcast was just like. Yeah, we just do all the audio in DaVinci as well. And so Spire was like, I guess I'll try that. And <laughs> apparently it's working. Yeah, it's really nice. The the big thing, like, when you edit audio in Audacity, it, like, destroys the original, you know? Yeah. You can't, like, if you go halfway through the editing, you're like, oh, I don't actually like how the compressor sounds. You can't undo that without undoing all your edits. With yeah, DaVinci, that's true. You can just change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's... It's, you know, it's like editing video, you're like applying filters and you're like changing things mm-hmm. and the original file still exists and is just like a source for this new thing you're creating. Gotcha. Yeah, really whenever nice. I, yeah, whenever I'm, I mean, I record my commentary in a big block, I'm reading it from a script um, and then I, I get to the end of it and I'm like, okay, episode 20 underscore raw commentary. Like, and then mm-hmm. that, that, that gets saved as, a, as its own file. And then, all right, we can, you know, filter curve, compressor, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if something's wrong with it, if I have to go back, I still have, I still have raw commentary if needed. Yeah. I mean, I, I still have that habit from when I was using audacity for the first like 18 episodes or whatever. Um, 
of you know keeping the raw file somewhere just in case mm-hmm. but you know not super necessary anymore now that i'm using davinci but i would recommend giving it a shot it's i think it's a lot better it it still shocks me that uh davinci resolve is a free application mm-hmm. yeah um i know the real reason for that it's because uh, i believe the program is developed by blackmagic who also makes like film industry equipment so mm-hmm. they have a pretty reliable source of revenue to begin with and then they also have like the pro version of davinci that adds like a bunch of really crazy tools that are meant for like actual development of you know high budget films so yeah i think they have they have like an auto transcribe tool that i've been wanting to try but it's on the pro it's a one-time payment of like i think like 250 bucks or something which but like isn't even trans- that bad <laughs> Yeah, it's not that bad. It auto-transcribes the whole thing for you, and then you can uh, choose to automatically delete silence. And I'm just like, that would be so nice. It would save me so much editing time. Hmm. But I don't, and I, I don't really want to pay 250 bucks just to save myself an I mean, hour or so of editing. It still just blows my mind that that's only 250 bucks, considering that Adobe products are a subscription now. Like, yeah. it's actually just crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, I have a lot <laughs> yeah, of opinions was, about that. I, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm adding you here because I know you use uh, Adobe and I have a Photoshop uh, subscription, so. Do you actually pay for Photoshop, Bird, or are you just saying that? No, for... I pay for Photoshop. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I, for a very long time, used, like, a really old cracked version of, I think, CS7, mm-hmm. uh, which is still installed on my computer. I could still go back to that. But um, I don't want to. <laughs> There's a reason that they pay. They make you pay for the new versions. It's because they're good. <laughs> Unfortunately, Adobe does make very good products. Um, they are not without their flaws, though. <laughs> it's industry standard for a reason, I suppose. But man, do, does the price hurt to look at? Yeah, it's. Ugh. So, uh, how have you been this week, Jeff? Right. Normally, we kind of start off just talking about our weeks. So, how's your week been? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> m- m- my week is a little stressful. Uh, I am. I'm going on vacation on Friday. Uh, nice. we're going vacation to shouldn't be stressful, <laughs> right? Uh, we're going to Japan. This is a trip that has we've been planning for about 15 years. This is my high school friends and I. Yeah. Uh, so it's very exciting, although there's like a lot of stuff I want to get done before I leave and like logistics. I haven't been out of the country in several years, so mm-hmm. it's, there are a lot of pieces that get added up. Um, so it's, it is kind of nice to just sit back and run some rooftops and chat about old school runescape and editing for a couple hours hell yeah yeah i just got done with uh rooftops myself finished out 99 agility at arty nice that was a that was a good time about time (laughs) (laughs) it was a time it was a time uh yeah i i would have done sepulcher more if uh i was able to do that while editing so that's fair rooftops 
I can do that and edit and still get like 30, 40 K an hour at Artie. I just, I don't understand how you do rooftops and edit. When I edit, <laughs> at least when I used to edit the videos, <laughs> I could not look away from that shit for a single second. Well, it's because you're doing the video stuff. I, I'm, I just, guess. I'm just listening for audio and I, I can click on a, on a section of the rooftop and then just quickly like edit out the, you know, me going, uh, or saying something else dumb i guess i don't know yeah i'm 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 with you bird facts on this one yeah the only runescape activities that i've been able to do while editing are like uh nightmare zone and shooting stars yeah the the shooting stars patch that came out literally today yeah that came out today um so good at forestry not including the random events, but just like making the trees last a consistent amount of time, I really liked because now I can just like click a tree and I know that there is like X amount of time that I don't need to click on it again. So that's like pretty good. Things like mm-hmm. that where I don't need to click on the screen very often because as soon as I get dragged away from whatever I'm doing for a second, I've lost it. It's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's just the difference between like editing audio and editing video i think video is much more involved i don't know that it is i think it's just a difference between you and me man like (laughs) it doesn't matter what i'm doing even if it's like the video editing or it's like uh you know if i'm messing around with whatever engine of the week i'm playing with for game dev stuff um if i'm you know typing up something or other i just i can't i can only Mm -hmm. do one thing at a time Well, you want to know what I was doing uh, today while editing and last night? Hmm. I was doing Irby. You're fucking insane. <laughs> hmm. I don't think it's that bad. That's too much looking at the screen for me. I'd get so distracted. Uh, I mean, maybe that explains why it takes me so long to edit because I'm maybe doing these so. other activities. But to be fair, I also just get distracted with other stuff constantly. So maybe that's why. Maybe you got to get off Twitter. Uh, I think you mean X. Oh actually. my bad. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Little switcheroo. Normally, Bird's the one that's, that's calling it X instead I'm usually, of Twitter. I'm usually the nerd emoji. Um, it's actually X. <laughs> yeah, I I don't like how what Twitter has been doing. It's annoying, but I've been trying to use it more because it's good for like engagement with the podcast and trying to get the word out there. Because uh, I have no idea how to actually advertise that we exist to people without being annoying. <laughs> uh, I try not to go into like other people's like uh, discords or channels or anything. Be like, oh, hey guys, you know my podcast exists? Because uh, that'd be rude. Yeah, it's it's probably I can imagine that's tough because you want to get like recognizable names that will mm-hmm. bring people to the podcast. But it's hard to get recognizable names when you're a small podcast. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, seem like I'm just trying to use content creators as a stepping stone to boost our own, you know, numbers. Because, like, I genuinely, you know, really enjoyed your content and just Just wanted to have a conversation. Just a convo. Yeah. But, um, you know, I can understand it might seem that way, too. Uh, some big content creators if I were to ask them like there's um, I think Bird wants uh, framed right you want I fucking love that guy <laughs> you, you want framed on the podcast I haven't sent him a DM though asking him because I'm like he's so much bigger than us like that'd be 
That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I just think Frames a funny guy. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, Framed was I mean, uh, Framed reached out. Uh, he, he like reached out to me. When was this? I'm scrolling back in my Discord DMs. Um, but it, he he sent me like the the nicest message uh, after he he found my content, and it was, I mean, I. I'm not like the biggest watcher of PVP content. Like I watch mm-hmm. him, I watch C Engineer because C Engineer does silly things. And that's yeah. about it. Yeah. I, I I watch PVP content for basically the same reason of like the creator does funny things and that makes me laugh. Right. Um but I mean I I was just, you know, blown away by his his kind words. Yeah, he seems it. like a genuinely nice guy. Seems like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have also been watching his content since like 2007 or whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think all I watched back then was RuneScape music videos and the uh, the gods in Gilinar or whatever the hell that series RuneScape was. RuneScape gods exposed. Yeah, that, that a one. Classic, dude. Holy, <laughs> I haven't heard that shit in a long time. Yeah, RuneScape music videos were. That's like the original reason why I wanted to make videos. That's what I wanted really? to do. Um, oh man, yeah. I, there was a the first one I saw was a it was in too deep by some forty one, <laughs> and like I I went back and I I I watched it like a couple years ago. I'm like this video didn't age particularly well, but I still love it so much. <laughs> They have a charm to them, you know. They do. Like, such a product of the era. I always, I always think back to the. It, it surged again in popularity, but it's the the Half Life uh, cover of um, God, what is that? I can't even think of it right now. But the one that we were sending back and forth for a while, sorry. Um, oh, just like the Half Life uh, music videos. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember which one it was recently that blew up again but i remember having seen that one like back when it originally uh, came out and it was lincoln park uh one of the their songs i don't remember which one yeah it it is not coming to me right now but oh man shit like that was just like oh man this is so cool back in the day and <laughs> they're not as cool anymore but they <laughs> they do hold a special place i think they do i also Absolutely. like how it feels like they shaped the musical tastes of yeah. everyone who played old school RuneScape now, because everyone seems to have that similar, uh, like alt alt rock, uh, playlist yeah. with you know, Lincoln Park. You got Skillet, Rise Against, Paramore, all that that kind of stuff. Got it. Rise Against is the only band I've ever seen in concert. It's so good. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's either, you know, the, the alt rock, uh, music or the, uh, the like house techno stuff Mm -hmm. that I see. Like, those are the only two genres I ever see on, on Twitch. Kind of interesting. Yeah, no, uh, what was this even tangented from? We, we get on tangents a lot and then I never remember where we came from. It doesn't matter. We're just chilling, bro. (laughs) That's what we do. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, we don't really have a a, a set converse. Like, we don't have a, a docket of what we were planning to talk about. It's just kind of 
whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, we're very organized on this podcast. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about what you've done this week, Bird. I've done all this. Who cares? What have you like, done this week? I don't know. Um, just do the do the thing that I usually do for this segment and um, go to my collection log Runite screenshots. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. What, let's see what happened. Um, I went to DK's. Um, so I guess that's actually kind of relevant to uh, to the guest here. I went to one of your bosses. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I got, uh, I finished all the rings, actually. I got a series ring and a warrior's ring. And so now I have all of them. And then I think I got a dupe warrior's ring later that task. So that was cool. I still don't have a circle, and I'm sad because that's an elite clue step. Yeah. Do you play uh, uh, an iron? What do you play? Yes. Uh, I play a group Iron Man that is actually an Iron Man because one of my group mates is in this voice call and the other one Hello. is gone. Uh, <laughs> and I think I might have like 400 total on the groupie. Oh, no. <laughs> my man's really told me, he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll play group Iron with you, man. And then he just jumped back on the main <laughs> like a month in. Listen, so average. What actually happened is I hopped on the groupie and then burnt out of the game horribly, and then stopped playing for three months, and then I hopped back on the main. I mean, it sounds like the same thing that I just said. I'm going to be honest with you, man. You're making <laughs> excuses. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't really care. Uh, I like to meme that I'm angry at my teammates, but I've been having fun just like basically being an iron, and then yeah, the option of my friends fair. playing with me is kind of cool as well. So Yeah, because from time to time, our other group mate hopped on and was playing. Yeah, here and there. More more than me, that's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. I'm playing on my my group Iron Man right now, and nice. I always say that these accounts have the best RNG possible because we started as a group of five, and we are still a group of five with prestige. You know, five active players. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's, yeah, uh, I I created our group without group prestige. Because mm-hmm. the concept of being forced to raid specifically with my groupmates uh, is kind of not what I like. Raids for me are kind of like the, I just want to like hang out with whoever and do it. Mm-hmm. That's so fair. I remember I specifically created our group without prestige, but mad respect for having it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fun like going into a raid with no raids gear and progressing that way. Um, I, it would be more fun if we could do chambers and, uh, not get two arcanes and an elder mall in, uh, elder mall, let's go like 70 KC of four man raids. Some of them scaled the five. (laughs) I hope the elder mall gets a buff at some point. Yes, me too. It's it's so bad. It's a sad weapon. It's just sad. The Kodai is slowly becoming more sad with the state of magic, but it's still at least somewhat useful. Yeah, still good for mm-hmm. Slayer. Yeah. Uh, and Bonk and Vedion with it. That was a little silly. Oh, Older yeah. Mall at Vedion. <laughs> I think it's... That was I think uh, it's, old Vedion or the new one? New Vedion. Okay. Just go as a group and PKers drop in, everyone scatters. <laughs> Yeah, the, the group wilderness bosses are actually a lot of fun. Yeah, I, actually really I think like they did a now. good job with them. I'm glad to hear that. Because yeah, yeah, as, as, of as today, a normal player. <laughs> as, well, as of today, 
Yeah, that's true. Because uh, uh, the, the solo ones are, are now... Solo wilderness bosses are now gated behind the medium diary. Therefore, I have lost them on my UIM. Yeah. Another thing added to the list. Another thing added to the list. The, the list just keeps growing. At some point, you're going to have to start photoshopping it to be just, like, you know, down on the ground. Oh, yeah. It's going to keep getting longer. It's like the, uh, I don't know if you remember specifically, but there was that one uh, scroll we picked up in Baldur's Gate, Spire that was just, like, oh. really long. <laughs> and if you throw it somewhere else, it just doesn't have physics. So it just looks like it's supposed to be on a table. That's when it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> have you played Baldur's Gate at all, uh, Jeb? I haven't. I oh, uh, I typically don't play games made in the last decade. That's um, fair. That's we are RuneScape players. Kind of how my brain works, I guess. Uh, hey, I well, do. You played, I do. Have you played to... Baldur's Gate One? Then <laughs> I, ha I I have not. Um, okay. I've I've played Baldur's Gate Zero, also known as Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're big D and D fans here. Yeah. Uh, but I've. I mean, my two games these days have been Old School RuneScape, obviously, and Super Smash Brothers Melee. Okay. Mm. Um, are you, do you go to, like, tournaments at all, or are you just... Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a weekly local. Um, oh, hell yeah. It's about a 15-minute ride on the tee. Um, I don't know why. I feel like for you're a, a Jigglypuff main. <laughs> I see. I don't, I, I'm just getting a Jigglypuff vibe, and I'm not sure why. Ooh. Really? Like, did I do something <laughs> yeah, I, to offend you? Like, is there? Well, I, no, I was I'm about not saying, to say he wait. sounded offended when he was like. <laughs> I mean, Jigglypuff's not a bad character. You know, uh, Jigglypuff is you know fourth or fifth best character in the game. Yeah. Yeah. But you think I'm a Are puff you... player? Maybe. Okay. I'm well, not well, gonna. Let, let's re... Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Knowing how i play runescape the restrictions i put on myself mm. um okay do okay. you honestly think i play anybody in the northern half of the tier list oh true true <laughs> okay that's i honestly don't even know what the melee tier list looks like would right. you like to give it another guess or you want me to tell you I, I'm not familiar enough with Melee right. to know who's at the bottom. I know, like, I heard um, Yoshi got uh, knocked up a few tiers because of... Uh, Yoshi is very good now, specifically because of Amsa. Yeah. Because Amsa I, I saw... pushed that character to the limit. I, I think Yoshi's one of the coolest characters in the game, just because how weird he is. Uh, I play Young Link, just because I think he's really cool. Mm. Uh, he's okay. not very good, though. Yeah. He will not be winning any tournaments anytime soon. I mean, do you at least uh, win some locals from time to time, or are you... No. Uh... <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, fair. But also, like, I mean, the local I go to uh, has, like, Calvar and Bonfire, who are ranked one and two in, the, in New England, so there's, there's no way I'd... Mm. I, pro I probably wouldn't take a stock off of them if I played them. Same. That game is so hard. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. People have pushed that game to its absolute limits, yeah. and apparently people are still pushing it even further. Yeah. It's Every like, like, couple of years, there's like a new video documentary about how this character was pushed by some insane melee player. Right. Yeah. I saw like an hour-long video about Amza just absolutely yeah. uh, just shaking everything up.
Yeah, I think it's, it you know, it might good. be the one game that people grind harder than old school RuneScape. You might be right. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, obviously there's other MMOs like World of Warcraft, but I, I feel like WoW players can't even compete with how crazy old school players are. <laughs> yeah. But melee players, that's... They be grinding. Yeah, they do be grinding. They do be grinding. And there's a lot of APM in that game. You're, you're doing a lot. Yeah. Definitely more than 100 ticks a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RuneScape is a, a rhythm game in disguise. Yeah. How uh, slow the tick system is. But, you know, I, I'm bad at rhythm games, and I'm not very good at RuneScape, so that kind of makes sense. Have you considered being good instead? No. At least, at least consider it. Uh, maybe like, give me like three months. All right, and then I might consider it. I'm setting a timer. Uh, yeah, post max my goal. Um, I'm I'm planning to max uh by the end of this year. Bingo and leagues gonna make that goal a little bit harder, but uh, I want to max by the end of the year, and then after that. I'm planning on sending Inferno attempts. So we'll see if I can get good by that. I want you to know that um, I was talking to uh, Sneezy, and mm-hmm. um, he still thinks that I can get Infernal before you max. <laughs> Are you going to try? I'm hoping that over the course of TNL Bingo, I can convince a bunch of people to do chambers with me so I don't have to learn how to solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I can just get a Dex. And then I can also get an occult now because I hit 93 Slayer at some point. And then I'm just going to probably go for it, you know? Hell yeah. Just start sending it. So, fun times. Yeah, so Jep, you have your group Iron Man and Northern UIM. Do you have any other like accounts you play at all, or is it just those two? Yes, I have, I have a main. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Kind it of. is... <laughs> yeah, so it it is a main account, um, but it is a 66 defense, 60 prayer chivalry pair. That um, is something. <laughs> I, I, I kind of made it as a joke. Um, really, it's the like lowest bracket pure you could possibly make that could get a quest cape, and mm. I wanted a quest cape. Okay. Um, I'm... I'm kind of in too deep into it at this point that I feel like I need to get one video out of it before <laughs> I make it before I just like max it. Right. Cause it's, I mean, it's, it is a very silly account, you know, 75 attack, 99 strength, 66 defense. Yeah. It, it can wear full bandos. Uh, it can use chivalry, but not piety. Uh, is it better than a 70 defense? pure that has like rigor and stuff absolutely not does it have any uses maybe but (laughs) (laughs) you can attack people slightly lower level than you yeah i think it's like two or three combat levels lower (laughs) you know that can make a difference you never know baby i I don't think it will ever make a difference Do, do you um, plan to take th- this account like PKing for a video or just like yes okay yeah, I mean well I don't know where else it would go yeah I mean I've seen like one defense peers that are just purely PVM peers yeah the, the issue is that 
I really like theory crafting account builds. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't like PKing. That's fair. It's... So the account is in limbo until I'm ready to sacrifice a hundred million gear on trying to get some clips. Mm-hmm. PKing yeah, is just too cause... stressful, man. <laughs> the the problem with PKing is there's just like so much knowledge and skill you have to do to be able to like compete with people that have been doing it since like 2006 you know like it's yeah and i've definitely gotten better at pk and like i do a lot of lms on the north guy Mm -hmm. but it's different when there are like actual stakes and uh if you make a mistake instead of losing five minutes you lose five mil yeah, I tried doing some uh, Bounty Hunter recently. I got like three or four mil worth of gear that I'm like, I'm fine if I lose this. I'll, I'll do some, mm-hmm. some BH for a bit, see how it goes. I think I did five or six fights or something. Only one of them was anywhere near fun, and the rest were just unfun, and I just got destroyed. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, man... I thought this was supposed to be, like, a good way to, like, get into PKing outside of, like, doing LMS. Yeah, they've, I mean, Jagex has tried several times to uh, make ways to get people into PKing, Mm -hmm. but it is, it is such a steep learning curve. Yeah, I don't know what they could do. Like, I've seen the suggestion that, like, they should introduce a boss or something that functions like a PKer would. Oh, yeah. Maybe they could do that because they demonstrate they can kind of do that with the um, Desert Treasure 2 uh, Assassin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know, though. It's just it's never going to be really like a PK yeah. because humans are weird and they do weird things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could be in the middle of, you know, praying range and having like full tank gear on and the guy could switch out of his like mage gear and just bolt me for no reason. And it could still kill me because this is runescape. You never know what happens. That's true. And like the, the assassin as well. Didn't like, I don't think she like stood under you or anything or did no. any, like a lot of advanced. No. She, was, she was also pretty predictable. Uh, as soon yeah. as you figured out, I think she would like attack twice on prayer and then she'd realize you were on prayer and then like switch or something. If I remember right. Yeah. I mean, they could tweak that. Like, that wouldn't be too difficult for them to modify. And I mean, to some degree, you know, there's uh, demonic gorillas. Um, every 50 HP of damage you deal, they switch prayers. And then they also switch attack tiles once they miss three times. There's that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like no matter what you do, because there is a, a particular rhythm to the way that the boss works and because there is a predictability... It'll never really be like a PKer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy, like, the concept of PKing. Like, it seems like it could be a lot of fun. I enjoy LMS from time to time when I do it, but, like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to risk a bunch of money just to, you know, have some dude absolutely destroy me in, like, five seconds. <laughs> and part of it, too, is, like, the people that are more experienced are willing to bring better gear, so they're going to yeah. have a much easier time killing me who's trying to risk as little as possible while not pissing everyone off because I'm in complete rags. Yeah. And then there's also, like... I mean, I, 
I I believe the best way to like start getting into actual PvP and not just like killing people in rev caves mm-hmm. um are to or to go to places like Chaos Altar where PKers are only picking on PVM or I guess skillers. But then there are then there's just the aspect of oh you're at Chaos Altar and you find a guy that's lower skill than you that you can beat. Okay. Uh here's ten more guys logging yeah. in on top of you. Here's Surprise. Yeah. Have a dragon spear to the face and ten maces. Yeah, it's a problem with any place that's multi, which is like the only place you'll find anyone else, you know? Right. Yeah, they people have suggested like limiting multi to like 4v4. I think that would be cool. Maybe. Yeah. The the problem with like any updates to PVP is like there's so many different factions that all want different things for the game oh, yeah. that like any changes is just going to be you know, Yeah, they really can't Valador. Yeah, I I think I I went on a little bit of a rant one of our earlier episodes, uh, just like you know we were talking about like what Jagex should focus on, and it's like okay, but like who do you cater to for content? Like trying to trying to cater to any one group, you're just gonna end up realizing that that group is made up of a bunch of different factions that also all want different things, and the PKing communities especially, uh fractured it feels like yeah it's pretty crazy it's uh making games is kind of hard who'd have thought yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i mean you two you know went to school to make games but now you create runescape content instead i mean that's so i guess it is hard I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah i mean you've been complaining about your job lately and trying to find a new one yeah that <laughs> It was advertised to me as like a tech support role, and it is not that. So I'm not happy about oh, that. Oh no! Um, but yeah, you're you know. just doing manual. Yeah, labor. it's really hard to, really hard to get into the game design industry. Yeah. Like all of my GDD friends uh, have software engineering jobs now because yeah. it's not like they're hiring entry level game designers anywhere. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. game devs are not really looking. In a lot of places, everybody wants right. experience right now, which yeah, you can't really get that. It's it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah, that's, so I I have a couple. I would call them contacts in the industry. They're not. They can't like get me jobs or interviews yeah. or something, but they can at least be of support. And they basically told me that I have to know someone at the company that I'm that I want to work Funny, at, that's right? That's exactly what I've been told. <laughs> yeah. Um so that's actually the reason why Northern UIM is it's a series because I'm <laughs> I'm trying to get in contact with some J mods and be like, "Hey, I have this degree." Yeah, that's mm. I know this game very well. It's a good plan, honestly. Very passionate about it. I mean, it worked for uh, so, Mod Minked recently. He It did. He's a J mod now. That's cool. I'm glad Jagex is willing to hire from like the pool of players. Uh, yeah. I would love to have him on the podcast at some point and talk to him about PvP and like trying to get new players into PvP. Cause yeah, I want. Mm-hmm. I remember on the um, 
the summer summit they like briefly asked him a question i forget what it was but it was like you know what what was the uh transition like from being a player to working on the team and then he answered by just like talking about working on dead man mode which was not the answer that i wanted as someone who wants to get into a game development job i wanted to know like what what actually was it like transitioning from being a player of a game to becoming a developer of the game and having to think about the larger like you know systems and actually making stuff for it i'd love to to <laughs> hear his answer on stuff like that yeah i think it'd be really cool um you know maybe in the future because we have been doing pretty well here yeah i think we've grown decently quick for our podcast i'm still just surprised anybody listens to it i'll be honest i <laughs> you know i am too um i think after i think tomorrow we'll probably hit our fifteen thousand all-time plays on the show which is really weird that that many people has well it's you know same people multiple times but people listen to this and it's still weird to me yeah how's that been for you jeff right out of curiosity um because i don't i don't know exactly how uh the the growth of your channel has occurred but i imagine you started uh, from basically nothing with number episode one and have just gone from there but i don't actually know yeah so i let me pull up the graph actually let me get the, <laughs> let me get the graph out yeah let me let me get the the juicy numbers so the tra- lifetime okay so i started the series it was like december 2020 released two episodes um so over the course of my first season i got about a thousand subscribers um over let's see this is from december to in about a year's time, I think I had eight or nine episodes out, and I got it. Uh, I ended up at a couple, like, like a post or two on Reddit mentioning me that helped. Um, I ended up with about 1,500 subscribers after about a year. Um, and then Swampletics ended, Settled did a QA video. Somebody asked him who his favorite content creator or his favorite area locked uh snowflake was and he he said my name and that was the only name he mentioned so it was a massive shout out and over a week i went from 15 or 1500 subscribers to 15000 subscribers wow. oh man that's crazy so that was when i was like okay this this can be something yep <laughs> this this is happening um yeah and then I'm currently sitting just under 38,000. It's pretty cool. I I mean this project was like this was never meant to be a full-time thing. This was meant to be a COVID project hoping to get me a job at Jagex. Uh and now I've, you know, I I'm I'm still scared to call myself full-time, but <laughs> I I am working that many hours, so that's I, right, I'm, yeah. a, uh, I'm a I'm a video editor on YouTube now. That's what I do, and you know I've been streaming too and trying to make make that work. Yeah, I unfortunately hadn't been able to catch any of your streams until very recently, where I had the, uh, as you pointed out, funny sequence of first time subscriber uh, 
first time follow and then first time comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I I wish I could catch more of them. Unfortunately, I think I normally am working whenever you're would be uh streaming. So Yeah, my well, I mean also I I I, I go live slightly more than uh, how I I well, it's like once every two weeks, maybe. Mm, okay. It's significantly more than me releasing videos, but yeah, not by, not by that much. I'm very excited to finally being caught up on Northern UIM footage, so I can start streaming that. Um, I haven't mentioned this yet, right? I have. Mm. I've been sitting on this massive backlog of footage because mm-hmm. um, I I played the account when I was in college, and then. I'm, I stopped playing when I realized that, okay, I need to actually make videos if I want to continue this. Otherwise, it's just me playing a video game. And so I don't... There have, like, briefly been points where my footage has been a year behind, like, what I'm uploading. Or... Did that sentence make any sense? Yeah. I'm following. Um, Yeah, I, I get what you mean. But... Very soon, my footage will be caught up to live, and I will be able to stream multiple times a week, and, you know, everything's going to work out. Uh, world peace, world hunger will be solved. I'm really looking forward to it. Is this going to be uh, you, uh, Northern UIM Season 3, then? The, the finally yes. caught, actually up to... caught up season? <laughs> the actually caught up, like, people can watch it live. I'm going to start actually killing bosses. Which is like the goal of the season hype. to kill every, or the 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 goal of the series is to kill every boss in the north. I am excited, but I also like. Uh, it's gonna be hard to like stream regularly and continue editing yeah, that is and mm-hmm. like I I'm I'm really entering uncharted territory here because um, I've well I I I've I've never been like. Okay, I'm gonna stream today, and then tomorrow I'm gonna edit what I streamed. Yeah, yeah, and I remember. I don't know if I was in a voice chat with you, or if you sent it in a Discord message or something. But you mentioned like writing your episode. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to like that's not gonna work anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not gonna have all of the footage for an episode before I start editing it. I'm gonna have to. Like, and I, I, I don't do live commentary because I'm incapable of forming coherent sentences yeah, um, so relatable. without writing them down first. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, like, like the, the extent of my live commentary in my series have has been like reactions to drops, mm-hmm. like reactions to like getting PK'd or seeing PK like every like explanation for what I'm doing is like. Yeah, like I kind of like mumble through it in time, and then I take what I take what I recorded and rewrite it so that it's you know. And now takes up I think ten seconds, not two minutes. I think what the people really want to know is: Do you fake any of your reactions? Do you go back and like <laughs> re-record them ever? I have done that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I imagine I, most have. I mean, so okay, so the first year, the the first season, I didn't have a good microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of had to like 
fake stuff if I didn't want it to sound like bad headset. Yeah. As of recently, it's I've I've been pretty good about. Well, it, it, there's also <laughs> like the. There's a difference between like being on, like, you know what I mean by like being on. Like, there's a difference between yeah. being in like your YouTuber mode versus yeah, just yeah, playing the right, game. Right, right, right. Extra Keen calls it YouTube voice, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like it's like customer service of, voice, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of the issue that I've had with reactions is. I'm, you know, deep into the wilderness, staring at my minimap, like paranoid somebody's going to log in at any point. It's 3:30 a.m. because <laughs> that's the least populated time. Yeah. And I'm half asleep, super like reclined in my chair, just like dead focus. I'm just like Ooh, Larensky, nice. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's more than that's more than you would have got out of me. If I was recording a series and I'm like up that late, I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so I totally somewhere out there, there's a clip on I think a now deleted be he video back when I streamed of me absolutely annihilating some eardrums when I got the uh, Irby pet. <laughs> Yeah. I still have that clip saved on my Twitch channel, I'm, but I'm very confident that I would be the most boring streamer um, because I would I would not change into like being a streamer. I'd just keep being myself and I'd just be like, oh, hey, that's pretty neat. <laughs> I don't think anybody would want to watch that. <laughs> I tried a few times to be a streamer and I just like having zero viewers is just the most demotivating thing in the world. I feel like it makes it really difficult as well, though, because mm -hmm. a lot of what I find to be the most entertaining streams are the ones that, you know, interact with the chat to some degree. Yeah. Often to a very large degree. Um, yeah, I think that's like the key difference between YouTube and yeah. uh, streaming is just like there's an actual, streaming is all there's about... an actual interaction going on with mm -hmm. the audience as it occurs. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, m my favorite streams are the ones that hover between, I would say, 30 and 100 viewers. Because yeah. you don't want to be the only person in chat. Yeah, because yeah, no, then you feel bad if you um, leave. Right. Or if you're not but, saying enough, you know. But, like, too many people and... You start getting, like, you know, the, the XQC or the Asmongold chat that's just flying by, and it's just like a... Right. It's or just, Bodhi. Yeah, it's just know, an amalgamation. Well. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Hive mind type right. thing. Like, like, like I... I, I love watching Bodhi stream. I love watching, you know, Tasty, Scudizho, like the big names. Um, I don't know if I've ever typed a message in their chat. I, I, I just haven't. don't see the point. Uh, I think I might have, but like nothing that can, like nothing that gave any value to the chat. That's for sure. Does anybody right. that yeah. types in those chats really add value? <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> You know, tr yeah, there fair. reaches like a critical mass of chatters where like all you're doing is just you're typing just, the pogs. Yeah, you're just the seeing the same to emote to see the general reaction of the people watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then occasionally someone mentions like cocker balls and yeah, it's Will's chat yeah. and he goes on a rant about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, no, or, I, you know, I, I am bald. <laughs> I'm always I always think back to the, the good old caveman only days. Um, mm hmm. 
uh Spire and I we used to watch a streamer um we can't anymore cuz he doesn't stream. <laughs> but um it was caveman only. I don't know if you're familiar at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the original snowflake. Yeah, he's like of course I'm OGs, familiar. Yeah, cuz we used to be in his uh in his chat a lot. That's where Yeah, it's where we met like yeah. life and mm-hmm. uh yeah, there's like a he used to hang out in his like friends chat. Yeah, the man cave. Oh, really? Man cave. Yeah. Yeah. I still yeah, go back to it sometimes. Well. It's just not the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't so involved with like Twitch or anything, so I didn't. Um, yeah, his stream was like one of the first streams that I like consistently watched. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really into Twitch for a long time, um, and I think Spari convinced me to like start watching his streams. I forget why. Mm-hmm. But I started watching it, and uh, it was for a stat roast. Yeah, that's right. Because he used to do yeah, a he stat used to roast. have a channel redeem for stat roast, and um, God, I uh, God, occasionally oh I'd... man, <laughs> I could send him my chivalry. <laughs> Dude, it was always so funny. People would send in their like weird accounts. Uh, yeah, because it's all fucking yeah, weird cause snowflakes. It, it's all a bunch of weird snowflakes. Like even to some degree, my main was a weird snowflake. I had 99 runecraft and like a bunch of weird other stats for no reason. And like gauntlet Casey. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What, I, what I would do to get a stat roast today, man. It was, yeah. it was always a fun time. Uh, I forget where, what I was transitioning this topic into. Uh, but I think I was trying to talk about the fact that that was like, that was like, it was in, it was within like the, I think it was around. It usually hovered around how many viewers? I don't even remember. I want to say it was like the fifty-ish. I want to say maybe. at most it was like a couple hundred. And then I think there were points mm-hmm. in time where it actually popped off to like a couple thousand when he got raided by like, you know, some big streamer. But I want, I want to say most of the time it was like a couple hundred. Um, and that was like that was a certain sense of community that I had not witnessed on the internet before because I didn't really involve myself in stuff like that. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know where I was leading with that, but it's story time with bird facts, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, it, it is definitely cool to, um, as someone who streams very intermittently, um, it is nice to be able to interact with, I guess, my community. Um, cause my YouTube uh, appearance is every two months I come out of my hole, <laughs> hand you a video, and then immediately climb back in. Yeah, I mean, you have your, like, Discord that seems to have a very, like, tight-knit community in there. I do. Uh, you know, uh, a Discord that is now the Northern UIM community server, but for a while it was just me and some friends. Are you reading that, or did I you I am reading memorize? that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you had that memorized. I'd Got be impressed. It. I can't remember what I said five seconds ago. I have okay. horrible memory. There's oh, no way I'd be able to This is reminding that. me. Did you see um, what Mouse said about the uh, description on the podcast? No, what did um, he say? There's like a repeated A somewhere. It's like grab A, A cup of tea, and there's like the wrong oh, no there way. or something. Um, I don't, I don't believe you. Oh, no, I had to check. <laughs> uh, what I do every time I upload the podcast is I just copy and paste it from the previous one. So it's going to be in all of I them. I think you might've, I think you might've messed one up somewhere. Cause I noticed that as well. I, I thought it was like a, a, a bug. It was just like the embed was going wrong, but I think it was like messed up somewhere. So 
I don't actually remember which link you posted, but uh, no, it looks correct. I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna go dig through the archives. Yeah, okay. it, I think it's just the embed. No, I clicked on the link and it was it was wrong on the website as well. I don't remember which site it was though. I'm gonna find okay. It. Well, shit. Now I've been called out. <laughs> Anyways, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, Discord uh, uh, communities, stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Your your Discord seems to have a pretty tight knit community. It seems like there's, you know, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of good guys in there. Regular chatters in there, and that's that's pretty cool. I like you know small tight knit communities like that. It's it it it's a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I hope it stays. Like I I definitely like the smaller kind of vibe. I'm concerned that once i start streaming multiple times a week then it'll Mm -hmm. it'll get bigger and i'll lose some of that yeah Yeah, that's honestly terrifying i mean (laughs) you can have a pretty large discord that still has that vibe Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know maybe i'm wrong because i'm part of the group that's joined in later but uh my runescape clan i joined almost a year ago now um i had to check it i I know michael was in the the audience at one point here um decided to check if he was still there he's not <laughs> no he left pretty early on um I'm gonna out him live no i joined you know last october uh and like the that community feels pretty tightening close despite it being like a clan that's centered well it's not centered a lot of the people in there are there because the two of the the clan leaders are part of like a another big podcast called xp waste and despite that it somehow still feels like you know a pretty cool group of friends just hanging out in there but you know you got to be careful when a server grows fast especially if it grows fast pretty quickly because then there's just a lot of faces you don't really know yeah i had uh i still don't know if it was my first scammer come in yesterday i still don't exactly know what this person's deal was oh i'm getting one of those right now (laughs) as we speak or like yeah greetings would you would you mind a minute please i said how can i help you and they said i hope you're doing great i just want to ask you something if you don't mind go ahead yeah i get these all the time as far as as, um i wouldn't say notorious but he's notorious in my mind because he sends me this stuff all the time of him just like messing around with people that dm him because he gets dms from weird scammers all the time i'm at guild limit and i don't limit who can dm me so uh, I, get a, I get a lot of spam dms uh, for those of you uh perhaps in the audience that don't understand uh, when he says guild limit he means he can't join any more servers he's in the maximum mm-hmm. number of servers what? that discord will allow you to join that's a thing yes. yeah it's and 100. they also made it so you can pay for nitro to get more which mm-hmm. I think is wild. There's some really wild changes mm-hmm. that Nitro has introduced, but I don't think that's a discussion. Okay, here. so <laughs> I'm looking at that episode right now on the edit. The double or the before there is incorrect, but there's no double A before I, pub. I'm looking at the website right now. It is just the main top section. It just says grab a yeah. cup. I'm sending you this shit right now. I know. Let me... That's on the website. Yeah, I know, but in the edit, there's not a double I, A, so I don't know. I can't help you then, man. I don't know what's going on. I'm just I'm relaying what the people have told me. Wait, is this for is this the description for the podcast yes. itself? Maybe. 
Oh, okay. I can change that. Yeah. There. Okay. Hey, we're fixing things live. <laughs> I thought it was in the episode no. descriptions. Okay. That double A is in only there, but the the before there is. Talk about unprofessional. Fix that God. later. Damn. Listen, we're just <laughs> two guys talking about RuneScape with a third guy here too. Hi. Hey, that's me. <laughs> what what were we even talking about? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, we were talking about Twitch streamers and communities and uh, cavemen only. Ah, uh, yeah. Damn, I'm good. Damn. I don't know how I remember insane. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do enjoy like the smaller streamers. So like you're saying, the the chats where it feels like you can actually have a conversation without being drowned out by you know a thousand other people. Right. I tend I tend to also enjoy the streamers that have like not really a gimmick. But like a thing, like Jerem is like a pretty obvious example, but kind of a an out of proportion example of like how he does like the events that are just like crazy and stupid. But uh, Caveman only had like his some of his uh, redeem channel redeem points for like kind of like you know the stat roasts. Uh, there were some other I forget what all, all of them were, but there were like there were things that happened in the stream. There were like stream uh, random events that people could cause, and that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. The Apex Legends streamer I watch, uh, that punch kid, he has a uh, soundboard um, that you can redeem your points for, and it just plays sounds, and they can like overlap over each other. So sometimes when you join the stream, it's just chaos, and there is just so much oh, nice. sound happening, and I find that somewhat amusing. It, it keeps it interesting. <laughs> There's a uh, relatively new streamer. He's been a community member for a while now, I think. Uh, have either of you heard of Brett Dog? I, yeah, I can't say that I have, but that's not surprising. So Brett Dog streams with a he he's a PNG tuber, so he's got this 2D, I think it's like a golden retriever. And first of all, I mean he's just hilarious. He's such a funny guy. It's a good start. But like all of his all of his redeems are like put this outfit on the dog mm, or yep. the dog does this and he like he has the, like, the dog doesn't track to, like, his physical movements. It tracks to where his mouse is moving. And he, like, moves his mouse with the music sometimes and makes, like, the dog dance. And he's got, like, a, I assume he has, like, a stream deck with, like, several different things that puts, like, a dozen more dogs on the stream. And it, it gets crazy. And it's, like yeah. th- th- that stream is so much fun to be a part of, even if you're just watching, mm-hmm. even if you're not interacting. I just clicked on one of his vods, and yeah, there's a bunch of uh wowies dancing in the background. He has a coffee cup in his hand, and yeah. <laughs> a, a dragon warhammer just bonked him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is. I, I like the streams where. It's not that you can interact, it's that people can interact. And the interactions mm-hmm. of people, possibly even yourself, make the stream pretty fun. Um, I think that uh, channel points was probably like one of the best features that Twitch ever added. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when channel points first came out. I've been on like a, a chatter on Twitch for a very long time, since like 2014, 2015, damn, maybe. Jesus. I know. Um, I remember when like, uh, they introduced bits and channel points and, uh, 
a bunch of other old features that I am forgetting right now. But uh, I remember when channel points came out and there was a lot of like people, myself included, that's like, this is just going to kill bots that have uh, channel points integrated into them. <laughs> we thought it was like a bad system. It's like, why would you, why would you want this official Twitch thing? That you can barely customize when you can just do it with a yeah, bot instead. I, that does make sense because the bot ones probably were, you know, a lot more robust. Um, yeah, there's like gambling and stuff you can do on them too for channel gambling. points. That you can't do that on you Twitch. Still can't really do outside <laughs> of like the, the like you know vote this option or that option, uh, thing that you yeah. can do with channel points. But. I think yeah, people get. People get very serious about the gambas. <laughs> yeah, I think overall those features are like the things that Twitch should have been prioritizing is, you know, all the stream interactions, making those more fluent mm -hmm. and better. They didn't focus on that a lot of the time, which always confused me. But whenever they got it right, it was awesome. And I really liked those features. But I also didn't really, I have not been on Twitch since like, what, 2014 or whatever. I basically watched Twitch when you asked me to start watching the Caveman stream. And then I watched that for a while and then Caveman stopped streaming and I don't go on Twitch anymore. <laughs> you know, that's fair. I, I enjoy Twitch. It's like nice that there's just always something going on that can be background noise while I'm, you know, playing RuneScape or doing whatever. I watch less of it nowadays because most of the time I've been doing like editing <laughs> instead, which is consuming a lot of my time. But yeah. Yeah, I think this is a, a good natural point to take a break, as if we don't, we'll just end up with another episode that goes for three hours without a break. That did happen. Um, that was the Raikin episode, right? Raikin mm -hmm. and Try? Hmm. I there was a little break. I don't, yeah, we did a break episode. there, but that episode was also like four hours yeah, long, that episode was uh, and we did a break three hours in, I think. It was three hours and 15 minutes. Okay. I remember this. I, 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 I listened to it gotcha. like two days ago. We, we, we've had some long episodes, though. Um, you know, because this week's episode is sponsored by the Herbivore, the only non-vegan herbs that you can get in RuneScape. Uh, this episode <laughs> is also sponsored uh, by uh, Duke Silicus. Um, he is very happy to announce that uh, the Salt Rocks are now open for business uh, and no longer are populated by uh, people that have been standing there for the past six hours. This episode is also sponsored by the Black Market Yak Salesman. Please do not tell the king. This week's episode is also sponsored by our Patreons over on Patreon.com. We have two patrons this week. Our two lovely patrons, Big Dog Larry and Cloud Picker. Subscribe both at the T Aficionado tier. Thank you for the support. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sitting through the break. Uh, you know, we were just chatting a little bit. I I don't know if I'm gonna edit it around so that it sounds like we were Dude, that's talking on beforehand. You, I don't know. I don't know. There's a, a common theme of me and editing me just hating each other because I say that I'm gonna do some editing and then by the time it comes around, I'm like, I just I don't want to do that. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, we were talking about uh, forestry and uh, we're talking about uh, the Sebe cast a bit because, you know, next week, actually, we have Sebe coming on our podcast to talk about uh, 
some of our opinions that we've had that you know we don't necessarily agree with his so i'm excited and nervous for that conversation <laughs> i think it will go well but um it's not something i was expecting to happen i wasn't expecting him to listen to the podcast at all and also yeah, then to I, reach I think out my and... first question is still just going to be did somebody tell you that we were disagreeing with you on our podcast or did you find us <laughs> that's all yeah. i'm interested in is i want to know how he was alerted to our existence because in in my yeah, mind like we are still literally earlier. nobodies yeah most of our audience comes from xp waste you know i'm very thankful for michael and Oxy, uh you know giving us shout outs uh a few times and i was a guest over there at one point when michael was out of town so it's been tremendous for our growth but outside of that i don't know really how much organic growth we've really had like i it's hard for me to tell how much has come from there and how much has come from other sources yeah i only ever see the numbers when you send them to me so until yeah. you send me the numbers, I just assume that the views on each podcast episode is zero. I just assume <laughs> nobody watches it. <laughs> I mean, I can just say right now, you know, we average about 700 plays an episode. Who are these people? Like, hmm. thanks, guys, I guess. But yeah, who wants to listen to my dumb ass, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's also really shown me like how few people really like care to join like a Discord or interact on Twitter or anything. Cause, I like, can relate to that because I also don't join Discords or interact on social media. Yeah, I guess I'm the weirdo. Like, if there's a content creator I like, I'm like, all right, well, gotta add to that guild limit. One, one closer. For me, it's just you know, you told me to watch Jeff Wright's videos, so I did, and now I'm subscribed with Bell on, so that when the new video comes out. I know it because Let's go. it's not coming out anytime soon. And I know that <laughs> man. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Do you think the, the length of time between videos is going to change at all now that you're, yeah, that was something I was going to up to real time. My, so my goal is monthly. Jeez. Um, okay. I, right. it's, it is tricky. Um, I imagine it'll be kind of a, a figure it out as you go kind of thing as you adapt to, you know, creating the content and then yeah. editing it kind of more in right. real time. So there are there are a couple things that I'm planning on doing while recording to save time. Because, um, I mean, I'm editing episode 20 now. It's probably going to be another 40-minute episode. and. I yeah, I'm looking at like 60, 70 hours of footage and a lot of it is Man. just like like I'm doing Wilderness Slayer, I don't want to think about like missing a clip, so I just hit I hit I hit record and then I record for 2 hours. I, I right? don't remember what um, episode it was, but um you had I can't oh, yeah. remember the names, but you had she was telling you like they're they're like you can't you can just use you know shadow play Replay to record the last thirty seconds play. yeah and God that was so relatable because I don't remember who I was talking to but there was someone else that kind of did things kind of like you um, where they just like record everything and I was like bro you can just use like 
shadow player replay buffer like the windows game bar mm-hmm. recording and he basically had the same response as you and he's like or well, i could just record everything still yeah mm-hmm. and i respect that honestly <laughs> i think it was a recent rakeen video he was there's a section where it's just a five seconds of black screen with text on it that's like i forgot to record this clip yeah i so i've done my best to never have anything like that in a video um mm-hmm. and i've had to go to some like silly lengths to keep it that way like there there was a there was a sequence um i think it was like episode 11 or 12 or something where my power went out and this was before i knew to like record an mkv and then remux it after so I lost like two hours of footage. And during those two hours, I trained a bunch of construction and I changed a bunch of furniture in my house. So I just had no footage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my solution was just like, just got finished with the house renovations, guys. Here's the here's the progress pics. We got this over here. We got so I, you know, turned <laughs> it into that. I'm not really a fan of how it ended up, but it was the it was the yeah. solution. It was better than just having nothing. It was better than just being like, yeah, I lost this footage. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so there are definitely ways that I could optimize recording clips, whether that being like live commentary, even if it's not what I end up putting in the video, just being more clear, like, okay, these are my current goals. I'm doing this. I'm doing it this way because of this reason. Because... A lot of my like notes to myself in my footage are just like, tonight was kind of nice. I had a nice steak, glass of whiskey. It was a good one. Nice. That, that was super it, useful for editing. That, that would be the and that like, would be the same thing that I would put in there. Right. I've also, I've been like, kind of toying with the, the idea of getting an editor just for like assembly purposes. Because mm. if my footage is not in two-hour blocks, then somebody else can probably figure that out. Mm-hmm. You know, get someone to scroll through the old school RuneScape soundtrack to pick fitting things would would that that would save me probably twenty hours of video, maybe. It's probably worth it. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like with the the like type of editing and just the level. Like, it would be hard to find someone that could edit to, like, a degree that's satisfactory to you. Yeah, you know? and I definitely, like, all of the over-the-top, you know, silly edits that just add flair and not, not like, substance or anything. They're just there for for me to be like, hey, I, I worked, you know, five hours on this three-second section. Mm-hmm. Um, those I I still do, or maybe I cut them out if I really want to upload a video a month i will need to find a way to streamline my process yeah. that is definitely yeah. high on the priority list because i i did the math and it's i spend roughly five hours of editing per one minute of footage or, 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 or one minute of finished video yeah. so a 20 minute video takes me 100 hours to edit yeah i'm thankful all I have so. to deal with is audio because right now I think I'm almost editing in real time. I think I get like a minute and a half of editing for every minute of audio, which is not bad at all. It's pretty quick. 
The hard part is just me sitting down and actually doing it because I like to get distracted really easily and do. Yeah, I remember things. when I sat down and did the video edit for the first episode of the podcast. I think that took me a total of twenty four hours. I sat down for a day and learned to use the program for about twelve hours, and then spent another twelve hours editing, actually editing the episode. Wow, it's a lot yeah, of work. It was so much more work than I had anticipated. And I immediately gained a significant amount more respect for anybody that makes like a well edited, uh, you mm -hmm. know, YouTube series. Um, so, yeah, because I also remember, um, kind of in the same vein, uh, though not nearly in the same scope, when we had our editor, um, Grigsy, shout out Grigsy, um, do those two, uh, podcast episodes. I'll be honest, I still haven't watched either of those. I never like went through a QC <laughs> oh, no. check them. I like briefly did. And who knows? He could have demonetized our child entire I, I channel. I briefly looked no through idea. them um, <laughs> because here's the problem. The reason I didn't want to do that, right, is because I knew if I looked through the editing that he did, I could just about guarantee that it wouldn't be up to my quality standard. And then I'd just be like, "Well, I can't have this on the channel." And then I'd just get rid of all of his work, which he still put in, you know, some fair work, I'm sure. But it wouldn't be to my yeah. quality standard. And then I'd be like, well, I can't have this on the channel. It needs to be perfect. And then I'd go back and do it entirely by myself. And then what's the point? You know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And my my thing is I don't really care about the YouTube because to me, a podcast is purely an audio medium. So, you know, when we created the thing, I was just like, if you want to do YouTube, you can. I don't really care. It does seem it's a little weird domain. that like the majority of RuneScape podcasts I've seen have been like face cam and stuff yeah so for a long time too it only really changed recently a lot of these podcasts were also only on youtube and now it's hard to find mm -hmm. them on other platforms uh but a lot of them now have a spotify feed too i wish they would have non-spotify feeds so i could have them on my preferred listening mm -hmm. app but i if i had to guess the people upload them to youtube because people listen to them while grinding and they're already on yeah. their computer. Yeah, I was going to guess. I think it's just because we're about a bunch of gamers and right. um, we just post things to YouTube because that's the default platform for gamer stuff. <laughs> yeah. And YouTube has the benefit of having an algorithm mm -hmm. that can serve people the, the videos. Mm -hmm. I don't think Spotify has an algorithm. It might. My app sure, sure does. And you have to manually search anything you want to listen to. Unless it's in the top like hundred of whatever category it's in. Hey, you know, surely we're in the top one hundred of um weird RuneScape podcast. Surely. Surely, right? <laughs> yeah, there's more RuneScape podcasts than you'd think. Whether or not they still upload regularly is a different thing though. Uh the Hexus podcast just recently made a return after like two years of being gone. I'm sure neither of you probably know what that nope. is, but it's a lot of like high level skillers that, you know, go for like 200 mils and stuff. They had Sebe on last week, which is the only reason I know it was, it was, uh, ah, back so you're following Sebe around. Uh, <laughs> listen, I see. I'm trying to do as much research as I can, whether or not that is a good thing or not. Eh. The man's prepping for a battle next week. It's the exact opposite of me. Um, I'm just going to pull up with my absolutely bare opinions 
and just be like, yep, this is what I think. Um, Cause that's what I always do. And I feel like if I attempt to research an argument, I'm just going to make it worse somehow. I mean, it's not so much researching an argument. I just enjoy listening to the content Sebe does. I listen to most of the uh, Sebe casts and a good chunk of the rambles too. Hmm. Um, even if I don't always agree with him, I enjoy hearing his opinion. I mean, yeah. I think as, as we had talked about in one of our calls earlier, it's not that we dislike Sebe. Um, it's just that we disagree with some of the opinions that he has. And I personally think that disagreeing with people is healthy in a way. Um, cause you mm-hmm. don't want people in an echo chamber, just coming up with ideas and then being released and then them just being, completely out of touch you know i think it's important to discuss things to have disagreements so yeah i think we actually talked about that on yeah one of the recent episodes so yeah that's why when you said yeah I that, agree. you know we could have sebe on i was like sure sounds like fun i like chatting with people I think it will be fun so i was also like sure when you were like i asked jeff right to be on i was like that sounds cool what's up man hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to yeah. ask this question. I wrote this question down. Um, this is probably oh, you're more. This is a me. really stupid question. <laughs> uh, but I I was watching the series. Um, I assume this has not happened. Uh, but has anyone paid your bounty of negative a hundred mil on your account? No. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> what is this bounty? I don't recall. <laughs> when this. he started, I don't remember what episode it was. But when he started talking about going like into the wilderness and doing wilderness slayer, he was like, I have put mm-hmm. a bounty on myself for negative one hundred mil. Mm, okay because <laughs> you know it's like the it's like the you know pvp yeah hardcore iron man i assume it was a parody of that the yeah only. um <laughs> so i won't spoil what happens in this next video um <laughs> but as of episode 19 which is currently live now i've only been killed twice like uh question mark once in the like modern-ish era i was killed a couple times at like lava dragons and oh yeah season one where like i barely lost Mm. anything i was i I was still death piling at that point right i've only wiped once um and that person actually added me afterwards and was like oh my god i'm so so sorry i i I ruined your uim i'm like i mean kind (laughs) of but not really um Uh. and so nobody i haven't been recognized in a pvp area um i've been Mm. recognized like in relica or like in the ferox enclave but but i haven't been like hunted by anyone yeah yeah i mean i think as as your videos suggest um there really isn't a reason to hunt you it's not like you have anything insanely valuable (laughs) right yeah. Um, I mean, I've got the black dehyde chaps now, which is yeah, a, yeah, that's pretty valuable. Which is item. like, I mean, yeah, it's it, it, it's five k to them, and it's you know, I I love I think, the bit I of I, I don't I don't know if your your two PK or characters have names, I forget, but the the guy in the the enchanted robes is like you know directly in focus, and he's like chatting, and the other guy with the <laughs> the dark bow in the background takes off his chaps and like exclamation price. That was a good bit. I really like that one. Yeah, I think you've done that bit a couple times, and it's my favorite reoccurring bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just characters in universe price checking things or using commands. Like, 
I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think I've done that twice. Yeah, the the storytelling yeah. with with all your friends that you have do the voices is genuinely one of the best parts of the series. I love that shit. Yeah, shout out uh Kren and 90,000 Tons of Diplomacy. They've, they 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 voice the PKers. They're my friends from from college. Um I did a lot of theater in college and so mm. it's really nice uh being able to just have a pool of actors available to voice random characters in your video. The yeah, that's the adjacencies awesome. just keep showing up. I wasn't in theater, but I was a huge band nerd. Uh, oh, nice! High school and college, so. And yet you're stuck doing this podcast <laughs> with me once again. Listen, all right, just because I can play the trumpet, piano, do a bit of audio engineering, uh, have a game development degree, doesn't mean that I can also not just be lazy and not use any of it. Okay. You know, and somehow I'm the one that edited, ended up doing the audio hey, editing. You, asked, you just asked me to essentially be a glorified guest on every episode of the podcast, so that's what I'm doing Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, man, I'm in my mid-20s, I'm white, I'm male and straight, I'm at high risk of starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is exactly what you DM'd me, something to that effect. And you're like, yeah, you want to you you co-host? And I was like... Sure, I like RuneScape. <laughs> like, I just thought it was a good excuse to talk about RuneScape more. Yeah, now and... we get to hang out with people like Japarite. Yeah, I... <laughs> when we started this, like... It's been about six months since we started this. I didn't think we'd get this far this quick. <laughs> it's crazy. I had a topic I wanted to talk about. It's gone now. Let me see it's if gone I actually forever. saved it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, In... I don't know if it was your most recent video or one prior to that, but there was uh, you were doing thieving and relica. Yeah. In the two chests, you got uh, a Kandarin diary completed for thieving that chest. I did. This was in the most recent video. The the spaghetti code in this game is just <laughs> absolutely amazing. I that is yeah I, that is I, genuinely I a thing that I wonder if anybody else has ever discovered. So yeah. I. It was added to the wiki after that episode. It was came out. it was added to the wiki like an hour after the edit <laughs> after the video came out and I am cited as a source in that page <laughs> and I thought that was so cool. What other source do they have, you know? Like it's a, it's a video yeah. source, I mean, so they, theoretically, they have, you know. I, yeah, you can look at my video and there is proof that that's how this works. That's so funny. Have you? Is there any other like weird discoveries you've found doing like um, the Northern UIM series? Like not necessarily like spaghetti code stuff like that, but like hmm. just like uh, things that you wouldn't normally find out on a normal account. Well, also in that video, I discovered. Well, I I I mean it's still not a hundred percent certain, but it seems very likely that you can't get assigned. Magic yeah, the, axes the, the, yeah. and pirates without the relevant thieving level. Yeah, I, I think which it is not impossible, but it is statistically improbable that that happens. Um, yeah, like it. It has to have been you didn't have the thieving levels. There's no way. Right. I mean, the, the, yeah. The wiki for magic axes now says the player requires 23 <laughs> thieving for magic axes to be assigned. Brilliant. So, <laughs> I I don't know if it's spoilers for future episodes but have you been assigned either of those yet um if you don't remember or don't want to like. tell I, I mean yeah i don't care 
I mean, it's the most minor. Yeah, I don't it is a very minor spoiler. Um, and I think that it, 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 it's a pretty obvious uh, thing, given that they are weighted very high. Yeah. Yes, I have received okay, magic yeah. axes since I kinda figured getting as much. the thieving level. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. I guess that is also a discovery of some sort. That's cool. <laughs> the kinds of things that it, no one would ever know if we didn't we didn't mm-hmm. have absolute giga chads like you guys out here playing <laughs> these weird accounts. Yeah. Um have you guys heard of Josh isn't gaming? I have heard. The name's yes, familiar. familiar name. So he's he's currently doing a Yanil one chunk. He also had a like a Lumbridge through Remington uim oh i think i know of that i think that's why i know this name he does a lot of like tiny like or he, he, there are a lot of like little discoveries that he shows in every video the like niche things in this game are just absurd like there's a okay i have watched his uh you know one shot yeah um in in dorgish khan there ah. is it's like a <laughs> mini game kind of thing where you have to deliver weird food oh, yes. to mm-hmm. the people in Dorgish Khan and uh he he I don't know if he discovered this or if he researched it or something there's like a tiny chance that like a random food item in RuneScape could become all the rage in Dorgish Khan and they will offer top dollar for this. I mean, it's like, you know, a couple hundred GP per, right? But yeah, it's like something that has been documented like twice ever. I, I, yeah, it's something Bird and I are actually familiar with only because we watched yep. Caveman Only. And like, Dorgish Khan, a weird I know Dorgish Khan like the back of my fucking hand because of Caveman streams. There's so many weird <laughs> things that I know about Dorgish Khan because of Caveman. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, like, just the, like, it's a pretty old place, but <laughs> like, the level of like, interactivity with the NPCs there is like, really weirdly high. I remember, um, like it's a full city. It's like weird. I was getting into writing plugins with uh, Runelight um, during that time, uh, and I just went into the developer mode of uh, Runelight and started just like looking at all the the var bits and all the data that was being processed uh, while you're Mm -hmm. in Dorgish Khan, and it is just wildly different than anywhere else in the game. Really, the way the data is used is just so weird. And I don't know why. Because <laughs> I remember, I, you know, I, I didn't get too far. I, I kind of messed around with writing Runelight plugins for like a couple weeks and then got bored of it. You know, maybe I should go back. I don't know. <laughs> I made it a couple of hours. Yeah. I, I made it a couple of weeks and then I was like, I, I don't know that I'm willing to put up with this. Yeah. I decided that if I ever need a plugin, I, I know a guy named Idol. <laughs> yeah. You, I know a guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it was just really weird. I I was trying to because there's the light orbs that you can uh, place in Dorgish Khan, um, mm-hmm. and when you place, I think ten of them, you get addition. You get like an additional bonus of fire making XP, um, because you mm-hmm. get fire making XP every time you place them, and then every ten you get even more, which is just mm-hmm. weird. And I don't know if I was just incompetent, but I for the life of me. It took me so long to find where that data was stored. 
Hmm. And then it also took me forever to figure out which ID was like which object ID was the um the different versions of the uh the the like light posts. And I was I was I think there's losing a my now mind. for this. I, I think there is now. I I a couple of like months afterwards, I found that the uh the clue step plugin um when you do, I don't know if it's a master or an elite step, but you have to put a light orb. It's an elite And it step. is able to successfully highlight those. So hmm. somebody probably more familiar with the way that rune light works uh, was able to get that done. But I, in my couple weeks on and off of trying it, could not figure it out for the life of me. <laughs> yeah, what a weird game we play. Yeah. Like, very interesting stuff. It. I always have to wonder if, because um, there's like the, there were those leaks of like the the Valve source code where there's just like all the comments mm-hmm. that are just so wacky. <laughs> I have to wonder if some of the uh, the source code for this game is the same way, where there's just comments that are like, "I have no idea what this does, but it works." Surely. It's something that I'd I'd be so interested to look at, just kind of like peruse some of the the code, and because I imagine some of it's like actually like ancient you know um so there could be some there could be some real gems in there that we'll never know about yeah what a what an interesting game we play because like i feel like there's no other game that really is like runescape in just how long this game has existed and just how many different legacy systems are just built upon it like how many different the, interns the have worked on it <laughs> yeah like just the the game is truly pushed to its limits, I feel, but somehow we keep creating I mean they have a dedicated engine team newer now, things. So that's true, yeah. I guess that explains, you know, with all the engine changes why things break all the time whenever there's an update. It also explains like, how they uh, get fixed actually somewhat quickly. Yeah. This morning the shooting stars weren't depleting at all. Oh yeah. The Slayer Slayer Hello. Superior random event that occurred last week, <laughs> where you just one hundred percent chance to get a Slayer Superior, that was interesting. Yeah, I think it adds to the charm of this game just how old and weird it is. Like people are still making discoveries all the time. I mean, we get new content so infrequently that we gotta gotta entertain ourselves <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's part of the charm of like a snowflake is you can make what once was old, boring content into something that's new and exciting. Yeah, you know, I mean, what what like what brought me to the game mode was the idea that there aren't any guides, right? Like yeah, nobody else has no ever step played by step to follow for this path. Yeah. Well, especially for your account, you chose not just like a normal area restriction yeah most people would be like oh i'm a fremenic only or uh you know wilderness only but you kind of went outside the box in that regard yeah um i can go into the the thought process behind that i i would be interested because my my other question uh that i just remembered because i was like trying to remember it when we had that silence there a second ago i was like there's something i was gonna ask and it was um oh now they'll know there was silence that i edited (laughs) out um uh, my question to go along with, uh, um, you know, why the um, however many degrees north uh, is, um, had you played a UIM before and why UIM for this? Okay. 
Uh, so you can answer those in any order. <laughs> oh, God. Which order? <laughs> I'll keep track um, of, of which ones you've answered. Don't worry. Okay. So have I played a UIM before? No. Okay. Um, why UIM? Uh, it was what all the cool kids were doing. Um, uh Well, okay. So real reason why UIM is uh, I like area lock UIM specifically because you can look at the screen and see exactly where the account is at by what is in their inventory. Yeah, I don't I don't remember when uh or where, but I've heard that exact phrase said before somewhere. R- Rakeen parroted it on uh Yeah, right. Um on ours cuz that was right after the uh the homie yeah. real homie hour. Is that there? Yeah, real homie hour. So that's why UIM. Listen. However, maybe I didn't do quite enough research because I was unaware that UIMs lose everything on death, and I was unaware that UIMs could not use protect item. Um, had I had known that, maybe I would have picked a region that did not involve the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because our buddy Life has been in the wilderness a lot on his Inquisitor <laughs> uh, UIM, and he's been constantly just having to death pile, and that you're not death piling right now so it right. really changes the uh yeah i the dynamic there i stopped death piling just because it puts me in lumbridge and i feel like that takes away from the mm-hmm. i stay in the north um so once i set my respawn point uh to ferox enclave then i'll be given the freedom to death pile again what was the other question bird facts you were keeping qu- you, you you were keeping track i, I was of the keeping questions. track so we 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 finished um have you played uim before that one was quick yeah we finished uh why uim and now we are to the one that was self-proposed which is uh explaining why uh you know the however many degrees north what what made you choose that in particular okay so i was inspired by karamja only that was the first area locked mm. that i had seen as a youtube series I was like, this is a great idea. I love what he's done with this. I love that it's so restrictive. God, I wish I had thought of this. Oh, well, he, he took the idea. There's nothing else you could do with it. Uh, and then uh, a, a small YouTuber, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. His name is Settled. Um, I've never heard of him. <laughs> came, uh, came to the idea and was like, all right, Mauritania. And he released episode one, and I thought, oh, I guess you can do this with other parts of the game, too. <laughs> um, I thought, I really thought you were just going to be like, oh, man, that's such a, I thought you were going to parrot the thing you last said. You're like, oh, man, that's such a good idea. Uh, I wish I had thought of that. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, <laughs> that was what I thought. I was like, oh, man, that's such a good idea. I could never do that. Oh, well. <laughs> right. So then the, the question was, okay. Mauritania is taken. Karam just taken. At the time, the desert did not have anything interesting in it. Um, mm-hmm. Zaya is too big. That's yeah, what yeah. I felt. I um, I, and it was pretty boring back then too. Yeah, and I think that um, kind of in the way that we discussed leagues, at, I don't remember which week, but Zaya being in like the region lock leagues is just going to be a must pick at this point because it's just there's so much stuff there. Yeah, Zaya is so self-contained that it has. It's not like a, it. It doesn't feel very restrictive. There's just so much stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of opinions about 
the second rerun or the <laughs> trailblazer rerun we could talk about that after yeah we, if, if we i'd be interested um, to talk about so yeah so then i i decided well i i was i was looking at areas i was like okay if all of the traditional areas are taken can i make my own area and keep it simple what's the most interesting um and i was thinking like what do i want out of this account what do i want to do um like can i combine areas what like what is my gameplay loop i, I was treating it like a game designer mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and the interaction that appealed to me the the most it was a very small thing that that was like i could probably base a series around this one concept and the idea was i get lunar magic and i npc contact crystallia and i can train slayer on a snowflake iron man because at that point nobody had ever been able to train slayer verf was lamping it swampletics hadn't gotten to he he hadn't gotten to uh what is it temple trekking yet so he hadn't put all those tomes in it because i wanted an area locked so, so my issue with wilderness locks at the time was that they all used Edgeville. And I felt yeah. like that wasn't in the wilderness. Yes, it yeah, sucks. Yeah, I had a that... wilderness only. Mm-hmm. And I also went to Edgeville, but only for the Slayer task. Right, right. And I agree that... But that still felt bad. I, I, I agree that if you are a wilderness only, you should hop the ditch, use the Slayer Master. Why isn't the Slayer Master in Ferox? It's a good question. Yeah, it, it's because the Slayer Master... Why wasn't mass- it moved? Well, why wasn't it moved? That's a really good question. Yeah. Ferox didn't exist when I played my Wilderness only. If I revisited yeah. it, maybe I, I would enjoy the Ferox didn't more, exist but... in season one of my series. Yeah. Um, I had to make a... It took me five episodes to craft a games necklace to get into the Wilderness. Oh, yeah, gosh. I remember... Um, uh in one of the early episodes you you like explained that you had to you know go all that way to get a games necklace because ferox enclave doesn't exist yet don't worry about it (laughs) right um and that was the other cool thing about my area is i really liked i start out i only have fremenic and as i do things i get a games necklace i can teleport into the wilderness i get a slayer ring i can go to mauritania kind of later i will hopefully get piscatoris teleport scrolls and that'll unlock another area it's crazy that that's the only way you can go over it there. is the that's... only way uh sailing though guys i mean okay maybe sailing comes out but they want to lock that behind a beginner quest that you started in port Sarum, are they still so doing that's unlucky that shit, man that's what they said i i i, hope I don't not. like it i still i don't I, like locking things behind yeah. well I remember I I like it. They they had the I can't wait for every snowflake to go do druidic yep, ritual do and then go ritual, do but again sailing, sailing new beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember they they did a survey for sailing um and they were like should we have an intro quest? And I was like I think my response was it's fine to have an intro quest but it shouldn't be required to start the skill. It should be more like should be father's abode. Like yeah, it should be like daddy's home, not not druidic ritual. What do you call it father's abode? <laughs> He doesn't like saying daddy's home. I say. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. It's I, I, I like daddy's home as a quest because it's like, it. hey, here's how here's how construction kind of works. I don't actually and hate it. I just hate that it's called 
<laughs> I, I just don't like it. I don't know why. It's not even that bad. Just for some reason, it's just I don't like it. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I do think that's the better way to go about it, because it's like, you know, I, I think it's a kind of a more complicated skill. So here's an intro on how to do it, especially via um, uh, Mahogany yeah. Homes, which is kind of what I it's like, teaching you. What I to like do. also the little cutscene that it shows you that like shows you all the shit you can have in like an absolutely pimped out house. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. Here's like the things that I can get with the skill. That's neat. Anyways, time to go train for 60 hours. <laughs> yeah, and I think it gives you a house. Yep, it gives you without having it to does, it gives yeah. you a house for free. Agents. It gives you like some basic construction supplies, a few house tabs, like a Falador tab, I think. Just like some stuff. If there was a quest like that for sailing and it gave you like a free boat, but you could also get a boat at any port, I think that's how they should do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I don't know if they will. And I don't know how to submit feedback on stuff like that after yeah. they've closed the survey. Yeah, I, I think it might be too late for that. We've, we've, I've, I don't know if we have, but I have discussed at great length how I still am not a huge fan of the way that the community gives feedback to Jagex. I think it is very indirect, and I don't like that it's pretty much exclusively through shouting into the void of social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a large content creator, you can maybe get the ear of Jagex every once in a while, but yeah, we're not a large content creator. So there's literally zero chance that anyone at Jagex listens to this show. But now it's time for the the hypothetical. If sailing does not have a required quest and you could use it, would you like use it to sail over to, you know, some regions that are less accessible, such as Piscators? Um, I guess it probably depends on like how the specifics of sailing work out, which we've yet to like completely see. Right. Um, So if sailing comes out and I don't need to unlock it, let me look at the minimap. So I'd be able to get to Piscatoris. Well, didn't they say that they, like, you have to, if you want to go on land, you need to to end up at a dock? A dock or some kind of uh, moor, I think is the word. Just like a a place that they've designated you to be able to uh, land. Mm -hmm. And there is a rowboat yeah. there at Piscatoris. So there's a rowboat there? So, it's just a boat that goes yeah, down the stream, there's like, right? There's, like, a chance that, you know, if you have, like, one of the small size category ships, maybe they'd turn that into a place you could land? <laughs> yeah, maybe they add, like, a port area to the Kraken Cove, like, little yeah. area there. Um, I don't know. Okay, so this doesn't answer your question. Fair enough. <laughs> but I ver I very much hope that by the time sailing has come out, Northern UIM is finished. Fair. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea when I mean, sailing the... will come out, so Right. I mean probably twenty twenty five, maybe. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Mm. Yeah. What I would really like, what I'm like gunning for is a sailing themed raid from the relica docks uh there's mm-hmm. a place in the lore called it's either called asheron or acheron i don't know how it's pronounced is the, isn't that place in rs3 uh it isn't entirely in rs3 but there are mammoths from there in rs3 is this okay. the place where the um, treasure from olaf's tale is supposed to be 
maybe i mean that also can we get that added yeah. to the game that'd be nice too um <laughs> it's described as a like inhospitable frozen wasteland that like even like spoken words shatter it's so cold there and i think it would be really cool to have like a survival style raid where you're fighting things but you're also fighting against the elements mm. um in that kind of thing um so the winter tot raid please don't uh, call it that I, okay <laughs> if you call it that then it will never be added um yeah yeah so that's my like dream if i ever get yeah. i mean extra always calls himself the the snowflake who get who who got himself spooned a raid. If I could spoon myself a raid, that would be my ideal setup. I feel like some kind of Fremenic themed raid eventually would only make sense because, like, we have the the storyline in Dragon Slayer Two where, like, you know, the Fremenics abli- absolutely just pull the fuck up to the the dragon conflict. Right. Um. I mm. I feel like it would only make sense that the Fremenics would be absolutely down to just go fuck some shit up somewhere. You know. Yeah. Also. Did you guys ever play Dungeoneering in RS3? Yes. No, I quit when Summoning came out. I love oh, okay. some Dungeoneering. Um, I think Damonheim would be an interesting setting for a raid. I agree. I think Damonheim's cool. I always like Damonheim. I, I agree with the large opinion of the old school community that Dungeoneering should not be a skill in old school. It, right. It doesn't really make I agree sense. With that. But I would love Dungeoneering as a gameplay loop back in some form. Yeah. And also put it where it was, um, as a very ugly tumor growing out of the <laughs> eastern side of the wilderness. It was so, so that odd I can use to it. me when I was a kid. I was like, why is <laughs> it, it here? So and then there was like, I think there was a boat from like Al-Karid that you could take that led to Damonheim. Uh, yeah, right. There yeah, was. Yeah, I, I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, so that people didn't have to run through the wilderness. Yeah, yeah that was... Uh, it was very odd. That was goofy. That was, that was peak RuneScape, though. You know, just adding shit yeah. to random fucking spots for no reason. Right. Mm. I remember doing the Fist of Guthics minigame, and that was just plopped down. Yeah, right and in the middle uh, of the Stealing Creation as well. Yeah. Oh, Stealing yeah. Creation. Yeah, that, uh, that, like, kind of exists in old school, right? There's a. Yeah, the old Fist a, of Guthics lobby is right underneath. Uh, it's when you go downstairs in Ferox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd love to. You know, it'd be really nice if Jagex could add content to the wilderness instead of taking it away. That'd be a, that'd be a cool <laughs> change of pace. Wouldn't that be nice? Hey, they're adding the, the buff to the, uh, the chests at some point, the rogues chests, you know? That is true. I mm-hmm. am excited for I'm that. I'm interested to see what is actually going to be in them. Is there going to be any like new items or is it just like a different Me too. drop table? I don't know. I I mean anything is better than what yeah, they are right now, now because what they are now is a kind of okay-ish source of hard clues um on wilderness locked accounts. They used to be good when old school first yeah, came out. Yeah, cuz you get dragon because... stones <laughs> and they were like kind yeah. of valuable mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, it was good for mains, I should say, cuz it was mm-hmm. you know, just equated in a GP per hour, but for everyone else it's terrible cuz what's an iron man going to do with a hundred dragon stones. Make a hundred amulets of glory, baby. XP. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Run them to the fountain of rune and then oh, have spares geez. when you get PK'd. True. I've seen uh you know some ideas from the J mods. I think Mod Manked in the recent uh game jam made some ideas for the, the wilderness. Have you seen this at all? 
Yeah, the like expansion up north. Yeah. What what do you think about that? Even um, more northern northern UINs? Yeah. <laughs> uh I I mean I'm always pro update to the north. Um mm-hmm. I have my doubts that my account won't be able to survive up there. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think um, I would be able to survive up there, that's for sure. Especially on release, like yeah. during release window, because that shit's going to be so popular during release window. Right. Mm-hmm. But if there is stuff up there that I'm able to do, I will do it. There was um, one I don't thing. remember what. Because um, there's kind of been two proposals for like wilderness changes. There was the kind of older one that was like the expansion north. And then there was the more recent one that was just kind of like tweaks and changes to the existing wilderness. Um, yeah. Which I remember one of them. This was from, I think, the most recent Game Jam. Um, one mm-hmm. of the update proposals was making uh, wilderness-only clue scrolls um, oh. and removing yep. wilderness steps from hard clue scrolls. Mm-hmm. What do you think That'd of that? <laughs> I'd be fine with that. That... Because I'd be fine with it as like a normal player of the video game, but I'm interested as you know you are kind of locked to that <laughs> area. I'm interested what your opinions on that are. So it would be huge for my account, yeah. Right. I mean, like clearly, um, mm-hmm. clearly you would have completable uh, clues that are just like guaranteed, yes. basically. I, but also I kind of like how jank and. Uh, impossible it is to the, complete hard. I clues. was kind of hoping this that, is the answer you would give. <laughs> yeah like because so okay if and this may like kind of are we getting if you this, think about we, what i'm a, are we getting into spoilery you, stuff <laughs> you are getting kind of a spoil with the uh, with this because i am telling you my ideology mm-hmm. about what would happen if that change would be made if that change would be made then i would drop whatever i was doing and try to complete a hard clue immediately. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that is fair. And if you think about if you think about that answer, that may tell you something that I have done. Yeah, I I think for me at least, it tells me something that I would have expected you to done to have done at some mm-hmm. point in the series's not like current existence, but you know, just an eventually thing. But yeah, that that was that was kind of why I was posing that question because it would devalue a certain accomplishment that you can theoretically make right. on the account yes and it also also if so if, if if you take all of the wilderness steps from hard clues and put them in wilderness clues yes i can do wilderness clues but now hard clues are really yeah, hard now they're extra hard and then we also have to wonder okay so what is in the loot pool of wilderness only clues is it just yes. a hard loot pool? And Does it have additions, subtractions? What's going on there? Yeah. Wilderness, I mean, the, and also, like, a wilderness clues would be probably easy for me. Yeah, I, I, I bet you I, I could imagine, do a majority of the I steps. imagine wilderness clues would be, like, basically guaranteed completions for your account, if not right. close to it. Um, and Unless they have item requirements. Yeah, item requirements, and maybe, like, they'd add, like, some skilling steps where, like, you need to do certain you know skilling things kind of like watson type yeah go talk to ferox and he'll give you a skilling challenge in the wilderness yeah like if they just have hard clue rewards like yeah and also importantly to your account if these existed do they roll in the shared loot uh loot pool for clues because then they could drop that's true because then i could then i could get my scrolls um 
Yeah, that would be... I mean, I'd do them because they're, they're content yeah. and they're, like, almost made for me. They're so good. Um, but there would definitely be a part of me that wishes that they were not added. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because... I mean, it would also, like, for a lot of people, just be clues that never get done. I'd do them, but mm -hmm. I'm a clue um, scroll gremlin. Yeah, I mean, I would, too. I have, you know, like, almost a thousand combined clue scrolls completed. Oh, I'm I catching think, up, baby. <laughs> I haven't done clues in, like, a year. I have. Because um, I've just been that. working towards maxing. I think maxing. I'm, like, shy of 800? 717. And I think I'm close to 100 caskets in my bank right now. No, I'm over 100 caskets in my bank right now. Still have that master that I need to do, so I can't open caskets right now. <laughs> but I don't want to grind yeah, I for have fucking mossy keys. <laughs> 952 clues completed. I'm going to uh, catch up. 158 of those are masters. Jeez. Masters are good and fun, but, you know, getting the master clue is the hard part. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I only have 18 elites completed, because I always turn them into masters. Yeah, I don't do that. I like the RNG chance of getting a master from regular clues. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Wilderness Extension Game Jam 2022 ah, yes. uh, graphic. I believe that by, is what I'm... Because, yeah, it's, it's like um, the one where it's like a bunch of things circled and like they're, they're labeling stuff, right? If I remember yeah, that. no. Or, uh, Wait, here, I can thinking, drop it in the... You're thinking uh, of the Mod Manked one from 2023. Uh, oh, okay. Was that... Broadcasting chat. Broadcast here, this is yeah. the one I'm thinking. I, this is okay, the one I'm looking I remember at. this one. Um, and this is the mod soften one, right? And uh, this thing is like almost perfect for me. Mm. However, um, well, because okay, there's a uh one way travel to Relica. There's like Fremenic lore thrown yeah, in that here. That one's like absolute freebie for your account. I remember that. The like PK NPC. Yeah, there it is. Yes, except if you look at the quest. Oh, is there look a at quest? the description to the there's a quest with it that uh like introduces you to the lore of a, of this like Fremenic wilderness society, I guess. And it literally says, Your goal in the quest is to help out a young Fremenic who wants to grow up and become a PKer. He will ask you to visit various locations for more information, as well as returning to Lunar Isle to learn about lunar magic and the desert to learn about ancient magic. Uh, <laughs> average. <laughs> Uh, that might be, if if that were to be added to the game, quest. I'm voting no. If that were to be added to the game, that sounds like a partial completion quest for your account. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what you got to do is you got to go go fly to the UK and bribe <laughs> mod soften yeah. rock Aes and goblin to make it so that you don't have to go to the make desert. it optional. If they ever add this. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a job at Jagex. And then I'm just going to put a little, like... Hot fix that part out. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, Rendy, how could I subtly break this quest so that nobody else will notice, but I can do this? <laughs> yeah, add a, add a, a J-Mod backdoor to it. Yeah. Add a... <laughs> like, just, just add a varbit to, that, like, can increment somehow, and just like, okay, well, if I drop trick this and move this over here, I can increment this one more time, and oh, yes, I've definitely been to the desert. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like how um, the Crack the Clue 3, you need a full inventory of just random shit. You know, if you have this <laughs> random stuff in your inventory, he's just like, ah, oh, I see you've completed this part of the quest already. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love I'm that's I, just a random side note. I love the rewards parentheses TBD three stams a super restore a super combat and a bastion. Let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, perfect. I mean, it is a novice level I mean, quest. Yeah, like, it doesn't even label like quest points, though, which I find really amusing. <laughs> zero quest points. <laughs> do quests ever give zero quest points? I have mini quests. Uh, mini quests yeah. do, but regular okay. quests, no. Yeah. I still think they should add the mini quest cape. That's just a small quest cape. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, that. There's, there's still two quests or mini quests that I don't think I've done. So. I, yeah, I have not finished the enchanted key. That would oh, take no, like a second. And I never bothered with Hope Spear's will. But I think that one's just like free prayer XP, basically. So maybe I should do that. Yeah, that's what I'm missing right now. Um, The one thing I want to talk about on this old. Uh, display is i remember not liking i don't know why but i remember not liking uh the dragon boss i remember thinking that it seemed like a bad idea or Vol- Vol- yeah mm-hmm. oh it's multi there it is ah uh, yeah multi-combat that's... wilderness boss sounds like a terrible experience just in my opinion <laughs> too soon man too soon <laughs> i just removed the single bosses today <laughs> i mean i guess um but i i guess that's a good point though actually because i do enjoy the the multi bosses my opinions on the wilderness have changed significantly since what was this 2022 right mm-hmm. i remember that yeah, that was I... my immediate thought now that i'm thinking about it but i think this is another thing where it's like during release window because this is a multi area it would just be like locked down by you know various groups on all yeah worlds. i mean that that's how the wilderness boss rework yeah. was you know it wasn't locked down but there was a billion people in every single yeah. world whereas now you know it's more manageable to just go out with the boys or whatever and find a world that's not mm-hmm. locked down and you know maybe a pk will show up every once in a while and you know that's just the way it goes it's the wilderness baby you know that does bring up a good question uh, Jeff Wright, do you plan to do the wilderness bosses at the multi locations at all? I have to. Fair. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I can't I, do the singles I, bosses. I, I don't know what uh, you probably know off the top of your head. What are the uh, diary requirements that you can't complete? Because I know they're pro- uh, they must be there. You know. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't pull the lever in Edgeville. Checks out. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't talk to the ed the i think there's an emblem trainer in edgeville you might be able to talk uh, to the one I, on bounty world in the revenant yeah. caves yeah i don't know if he counts Maybe. though uh, um but... i can't kill an earth warrior okay, in the yeah. dungeon um, i'm so mad that there's no way to enter the edgeville dungeon from the wilderness <laughs> right, yeah why this can't so what we need. why can't i mithril grapple to the yeah, air I, was, I was gonna say they should add like a a, a rock climb up that <laughs> but mithril grapples yeah. honestly then, great as well because then mithril grapples will have any use that's true <laughs> um that'd those be a, shortcuts that'd be are a so hilarious bad. uh escape option though um you could just bring mm-hmm. a mithril grapple and then just grapple up to the air obelisk and now you can just <laughs> yeah. escape that'd be so funny yeah, but yeah. you're at like seven yeah, wilderness. It, I mean, or something. that's true. It, but it, to it's be also fair, right next. Yeah, I, I think we're about to say the same thing. That's also right next to the chaos altar, isn't it? Which is also like a commonly oh, used the escape. chaos altar and the and the major yeah, zamorak. Major zamorak, yeah. Because I know the chaos yeah. altar was a pretty common like weird meme escape option because you just like yeah. bring a chaos talisman and you can just leave. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of escapes there. 
you're next yeah. to Ferox too. If you're not yeah. TV'd, you can just go in. So, anyways, do okay. it anyways. So Ferox, I come on. <laughs> right. So I can't enter the wilderness from the lever. I can't kill an Earth warrior. This says collect five red spiders eggs from the wilderness. I don't know if those are only in the dungeon. I believe they are. If... Uh, I think yeah. so. I think the um, ones that are in Deep Wildy don't have spider eggs no, near them. They are not. Gotcha. They, there's a sapphire there. And then the ones, yes. um, then the, the ones next to the runite rocks, which have nothing. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. if you can... I can get red spider's eggs from a bunch of places. I'm wondering if I could just drop oh, yeah, like one and pick it up them, five times. Them, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You can do that with uh, the, it's uh, possible that would work. You can do that with the potato cacti uh, for the Desert Diary. Yeah. Maybe then. And then I can't, I can't have the Mage of Zamorak teleport me into the Abyss because yeah. I have not done Enter the Abyss. Mm-hmm. Um, that's only for easy. Yeah. Um, so there's also the issue. Uh, I forgot to mention this. There's also the issue... That the guy who gives you the reward... Oh, he's in Edgeville. ...is in yeah. Edgeville. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. So even if I could do all of this stuff... You, should just, yeah. you could just shout um, at him, you know? I'm sure you could... Yeah, just you shove think. the... Can I NPC you just... contact you, please? Hello? <laughs> Give him a call. Just uh, dig the ditch a l- couple tiles southwards. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, the Emblem Trader is now in the Grand Exchange. What? Really? Really? Is he actually... Maybe he's uh, in the Grand Exchange on, like, PDF oh. or something? Or is it just always? I wonder... So there I don't is go to the GE, so... <laughs> I'm curious. I'm actually really curious if I can... I don't think so, I've ever seen him in the GE. It might be, like, on PvP or actually in the something. GE? Let me... I'm logging on my main. Um, yeah, so I can't do, like, any of these. <laughs> There's also a partial completion of Between a Rock... To smith oh, a gold yeah. helmet in the resource area. That. that one's weird. This quest, this quest is like entirely in the north, except I can't do dwarf cannon or fishing contest. Mm. There are a lot of things that I just can't do. Barely. Oh yeah, look at that. There's an emblem trader here now. That's weird. And also Purdue right next to the Grand Exchange. Sure, whatever. <laughs> There's a lot One of stuff. Second. Purdue on his way to just be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I do want... So after... I kill every boss in the north after I complete my original objective. I am going to. I would like to unlock. Oh, what the fuck? All of the he's other bosses. Here. Um, yeah, he's just there. Huh. So I have expressed interest in a post series, like epilogue kind of thing. Um, my like working title for it is The Vacation Part Two, where I go into the south and I do like desert treasure which un- which unlocks necks and maybe I unlock duke as well muspa like all of the like other northern bosses that I can't do because locked mm-hmm. but I said I'm not going to take any more exceptions I don't really want to take any more exceptions so that'll be after the series is what I would consider to be complete yeah I, think, I mean I- I think Settled said he, he wanted to do something like that with Swampletics yeah, where he, he does talked, Nightmare. Yeah, he talked and, about wanting uh, to do Nightmare. Um, and I think he also and briefly he mentioned uh, maybe wanting to get into uh, Darkmire proper. Right. But he never went back. Yeah, maybe it. he'll do that once that quest line is finished. Yeah, because there's definitely still one, maybe two more quests um, right. there. I mean, so. what was the last? I think really just one. Sins of the Father ended mm-hmm. in like a cliffhanger yeah. right uh 
the, the guy like explodes in blue magic yeah. and then the big vampire oh, yeah, that like happens. steals what's her face away i don't remember yeah i just remember that um vampire mommy got took taken and i was very sad <laughs> i was also sad and i genuinely had i forgot about what is his name salafon yeah, or something that's it. you got it yeah i'm surprised you remembered that <laughs> it's like yeah, it's salafon or saflon or something like that it's something like that ceremon no there is no it's it's, it's definitely an f i know that an I f know. in that name <laughs> Yeah, that would be a lot of new content for the account. I know there's a lot of like snowflake purists that, uh, I mean, for probably a pretty good reason, don't like people that make yeah. exceptions on snowflakes. But right. if you feel like you're done with the account, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the alternative it. is just this account will collect dust, yeah, it's a trophy that sits right. on your shelf. Like, I don't know, it's not super interesting. I I know. I think you talked about uh, disliking Zaya earlier mm. um, in regards to leagues, but we have a friend that has a Zaya-only Iron Man, among many others, but he mm -hmm. he talks about how so many oh of the Zaya-onlys do uh, Slayer outside of the, oh, yeah. the island. It doesn't even because, make uh, any sense. It's like, oh yeah, I got a Konar <sighs> task that tells me to go to God Wars dungeon and kill Bloodveld, so I guess I'll go do that. <laughs> How are you a Zaylock? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, but they don't pick up any drops, so it doesn't count. I, I, you're a Zaylock, except when mommy disagree. tells you to go off the island. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, that's worse uh, than uh, getting a Slayer task <laughs> outside the wilderness and going back in. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I don't that know. was very weird. I mean, me. if if they're having fun yeah, though, like wanna... more power to you. But for me, I think it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm very happy that I designed my account so that I did not have to do that. I think you the, the exceptions that you've chosen to make are are very fair. Uh, I liked the yeah. the episode you made. The vacation episode was it was a fun <laughs> uh, narrative to spin with it. Um, I I really liked the no. It's just it's just for mysteries, guys. That was that was <laughs> a really good quest. bit that I was not expecting. Um, I, Some of the creative twists that you've you've made to kind of like write the silly narrative have been really enjoyable. I really like the way you've written it. Oh, thank you. That was that was the episode that I have been the most unsure about, like while editing it. I think I rewrote that entire episode three times. Yeah, I mean that's fair. It's like it's the episode that you were theoretically ruining the sanctity of your account. So right. Like, I think there was... Let me see if I have the earlier drafts to that. Like, there there was a... There was, like, an earlier draft of that where I was just, like, pretending that I had no idea. Like, I, I, I just got really lost, and I mm -hmm. accidentally completed some quests, which... Which, like, kind of made uh, its way into the final cut a little bit. Uh, kind of. I think there was like a tangent you went on where like you got lost on Karamja and that's why you ended up helping people there or something. Yeah. So like kind of snuck its way in there a little bit. Yeah. That, that, I would, God, I was so nervous that <laughs> people would be like, I mean, your account's ruined. What have you done? But I think um, people are more willing to overlook that kind of stuff with your content just because it's like, it's not so much like, look at me, I'm a snowflake, this is my progress, it's, you know, just really entertaining. 
yeah, I, yeah it is it is a it is a delicate balance between the the entertainment value and the progress of a snowflake right, account yeah. right mm. yeah it's I, the the comedy factor of the videos i think aids in that yeah um uh, and i'm i don't know what i so so the pk are characters <laughs> um <laughs> The PK, I introduced the PKer characters in episode five mm -hmm. for a very specific reason. Um, episode five was the one where I, I couldn't decide if I wanted to make a games necklace to teleport into the wilderness or if I just train agility for 30 hours and then take the shortcut. Mm -hmm. And I just went back and forth, like, because I couldn't decide which one was like better or whatever. Um, and it was just like frustrating to watch. Mm. Um, so I put the PKers in there because then they can be frustrated and the audience could hopefully laugh. The PKers were never intended to come back after that episode. I think they're a good addition <laughs> as like a, a narrative tool and like a proxy for the audience, basically. Right. I mean, the series. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I mean, they're basically Team Rocket, right? Yeah. That's what <laughs> yeah. they are. I didn't even think um, of it like that. That is a very good comparison. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and they also represent the danger that's in the wilderness, kind of. I mean, they're kind of oh, incompetent as well. Right. But Slight tangent. Um, the the mm -hmm. guy that killed you that one time um, up yes. with the bats, he was wearing enchanted robes. Is that just he a was. massive coincidence? That was a massive that is, coincidence. I love that. That is hilarious. I figured that was just kind of like yes. because, you know, you introduced them so much earlier on to that. I was curious mm -hmm. if it was a case of you already had that footage. And so you just like, because you could essentially time travel and knew that you died there. But I think you edited, you, you kind of make it clear when your like time blocks are to some degree. Right. So I, 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 I mean, I, I, I tried yeah, to. Yeah, it, it is, it is mostly clear, but obviously, you know, they're, there is still some some things left to interpretation just because of the format. Um, right. But I, I wasn't totally sure, so I just wanted to get a, a clarification on that because I was pretty sure it was just coincidence. But yeah. it would have been um, it would have been kind of funny to for you to have just been like, yeah, no, I was like six million hours behind on editing, and that had happened six million hours ahead, so I just knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been uh, quite the backlog. Yeah, that was yeah. So I created the characters before i had died there um that is, had that I, is one of the best coincidences ever <laughs> yeah um but if i had died there i probably or if, if i had died there before i had created the characters i probably would have dressed one up exactly because yeah. it, it it was close but it wasn't yeah, it, was, it was close like there was the the gender swap so you you did the little bit yeah. where you know i think it was the guy and with the uh, dark bow was yeah, like the, asking the, about it the pure was like yeah. why do you yeah. look different i it was a good bit i like that one <laughs> yeah the original like version of that scene was like the pkers run up to the third pker and then i was like wait these guys look so similar <laughs> we could we could just roll with this Works um, out sometimes you know it does yeah the only time i've there was in that same video I did record something like while I was training agility, like I had just like positioned the two PKers like in the distance just so I could look at them and be like, what the hell is going on? 
Um, I think that's the only time that I've ever like put something in the actual footage. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, are you doing it in in post? Yeah, most of the time, it's like all of the scenes are very separate from the the gameplay, mm-hmm. right? Like, because it they are kind yeah, of two even, different things. We didn't even get into like the the like after post editing that you do for the series like you do a a lot of like repositioning of npcs from what i've discovered in your discord oh god that's (laughs) the worst thing and i now have creators kit and Mm -hmm. it's gonna save me 10 to 20 hours per video and i am so happy like i i I feel like this plugin was created just for me (laughs) um shout out seems great what is it Uh, a screet Screet Monge? Yeah. I mean, I've I've only messed around it with it for a little bit, but there are already like three different points in this next video where I'm gonna use it and it's gonna save me several hours of just like either positioning NPCs or looking for things. Mm-hmm. Um I might uh, recording wilderness stuff has always been annoying for me, just like scenes in the wilderness. Um, I have a random PK or could just show up. I have gotten PK'd several times. Uh, like for every time I've died, I do. Well, so I've never lost anything, but it's just annoying. I imagine (laughs) while recording, but it's just like minus 10 minutes, like setting everything up again. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I've gotten PK'd maybe 10 times recording B-roll in the wilderness. Have you considered using (laughs) speedrun worlds? I have, oh, okay. and I have used speedrun worlds, but there are certain things you can't do in speedrun okay. worlds that I I need. Fair enough. Like mm. I figured you probably had considered using speedrun worlds because it's not like yeah. it's not so like a revelation, use, but yeah, I have probably the worst Dragon Slayer two speedrun <laughs> currently. I'm mid attempt. I'm about four hours into it, okay, nice, and I don't nice. think I've started the quest. Good, good. So that's how that's going. Yeah, so one of the challenges is getting characters to look at each other. Because mm-hmm. um, just like turning characters, you, there's not just a button for that, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to use a spell you can't cast or... Use a spell to... or trade. Yeah. Um, can't trade on speedrunning worlds. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing you can't do on speedrunning worlds is... Well, when you're using Fashionscape, that character has to be the camera, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it's, it's client-side. Yeah. Um, so if I have two characters in a scene, I need, to, oh. I need to position one character, and then I need to move the character to where the second person character is mm-hmm. and swap the outfit, and then I mask them together. That seems like a huge pain in the ass. It is a huge wow, pain in the yeah, ass. I, didn't even... I do a lot of that. I I had assumed that there was a fashionscape plugin that I was not using that you could like fashionscape other players or something. There is not. Yeah. Wow. Unless creator unless creators kit has it. Which I imagine creators kit. You can just spawn. Yeah, I was players, about to say. I so... imagine creators kit. You can yeah. just spawn people. So it solves that yeah, issue immediately. So that's gonna that's gonna solve it... all of my problems. Yeah, I was gonna say you could just DM idle, but you don't really need to with the creator's kit. Yeah. God, I'm so excited to use this thing. <laughs> it's it's going to yeah. be awesome. The other thing is if I'm using detached camera, which mm-hmm. I am for 99% of shots, 
Um, you can't cast spells on other people when you're detached uh, camera because you yeah. can't interact. So, can't turn. I wonder if you can cast with the Oculus Orb. Probably not. I don't believe. I believe it will break yeah. you out of the I Oculus Orb. I believe Oculus Orb and okay. detached camera work pretty similarly. Um, mm-hmm. Gotcha. And the way that they restrict uh, your ability to do things. Yeah. So, while I haven't lost anything in the wilderness, I have definitely risked uh, some costumes. Mm. Like, uh, in the opening scene to last episode, uh, the pure PKer was in his actual costume in the wilderness, and that is stressful to me. Fair, yeah. Although, granted, like, unscold, if he's protecting item, he loses, like... Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think... Say 60k, maybe? Yeah, not losing he's, a ton, but... He's pretty chill. It's still annoying, you know? Yeah. And also, yeah. like, I can't, like, it, it, it's just, if someone shows up and decides to attack him, he's dead, because I can barely see him. Like, I hide mm-hmm. other NPCs and players and stuff, so, like, the way I discover I'm being attacked is, uh, all of a sudden, I am at my respawn point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and I can't imagine green screening the wilderness into a shot makes any sense at all. Because, like, oh, the difference in elevation and stuff, that sounds like it would be an absolute um, headache. Let me... Oh, no. Oh, I... I let me pull up a screenshot. <laughs> um, there, there's one shot from this video. This is going to get lost in podcast form, but... Hey, well, you know, if I ever get back around to those video edits... Yeah. Yeah, good luck catching up. I, you know. <laughs> right? Maybe someday. So, here. Take a screenshot of this. I keep, I'm I'm doing uh Irby right now. I keep running out of stamina because I'm not paying attention and letting my stamina pot run out. Yes. So for the viewers at home, um, I'm looking at about five seconds into my 19th episode, Mission Survive. Um, if you're like really interested in this, um, this shot has uh that's a lot. 16 layers. That is a lot of people. Wow. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it into broadcasting chat um, so that you can see it. 16 layers. I forgot that this shot mm-hmm. even existed. One per person. This shot fried my computer when I tried to merge them all together. And even then, like, if you look really closely, you can see some colored outlines around, like, okay, maybe that Derok axe has a tiny blue outline. Oh, yeah, I can kind <laughs> of see it I did my best, now. you know? Yeah. I positioned the shot very intentionally. Kind of also on his, um, uh, his prims, uh, on the Derox guy as well. You can kind of see it. Yeah, look at that. Yep. The, the hybrid PKer, the one in the enchanted robes, has a spirit shield, which is very transparent. Yeah, so I noticed um, that it you, is not visible. If you visible. notice in the shot, uh, Ferox's head is covering it. It's very convenient. <laughs> he was positioned very conveniently. <laughs> yeah, so I have to do things like this, which now... This shot would take, yeah, with you know, kit, not five, f- five minutes to just spawn in the MP or spawn in the models yeah, one at a time. All they do is they, stand yeah, still. They're just standing still. So yeah, and you can just you know add all these to like a saved file, so you just have them ready to go. Right. Oh my god! And then like, the fucking immediately the shot after is a bunch of people loading into the rev caves. Is that the same thing or so? That is, yeah. So cameras, uh, steady. Fashionscape guy, um, probably entity hide myself and then just appear in the middle, yep. and then runs to one side, 
go back. And I assume it's just masked. Switch outfits, run to the other side. Yeah, and then it's just masked. Wow. Um, That's kind of nice because the background is... static. There isn't... Yeah. So I don't have to green screen that. I can just mask the background with it. Mm. So, I mean, this stuff is... As long as you're not, like, a super nerd about, like, what exact second characters move, like, Mm. within ticks, like the shot is unrecognized like it's identical to be to what it would be like if it would actually happen yeah most players don't live breathe and eat ticks right it's just like the the casual player that watches a snowflake series is not the same kind of player that uh is, is gonna notice something like that yeah but that that is a lot of effort mm. <laughs> i I didn't think about like how long it would take to do a shot like that, man. Hey, well, I'd say it's worth it. It looks cool. <laughs> yeah. It does. I am... Oh my god, and I loved the um the the fixed device, the big cannon as like the inspector tool. <laughs> yeah, that's the second time I've used that. I love that. that item. Um yeah. Yeah, it's fun. That scanning edit, um that took about 5 or 6 hours. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. But I I really like the way that it looked. Did you find like a a pre-made asset and kind of go from there or is that all self-made it is all self-made wow i took inspiration from yeah a bunch of like fantasy or uh sci-fi uh like ui yeah. stuff I, I i looked at like iron man ui um <laughs> mm-hmm. it reminds me a bit of uh xcom um i don't know why but i think it's just the color the color scheme of blue i think xcom uses the same kind of blue with like the lines mm-hmm. drawn to things Oh yeah, you know. I I do like as well. Whenever you are like doing a new activity, you put like the text on the wall, you know, <laughs> uh, transformed. So it's yeah, like that's, flush uh, with it. Those take a while. I, I I wish those went faster. Yeah, because like it it's something that looks like it should be easy, yeah. but I think about it for five seconds like uh it's probably not easy yeah also recently i've started green screening elements in front of it because it it makes it seem Mm -hmm. way more in the scene yeah that's kind of a pain in the ass this was actually a um so i started doing these i call them title cards Mm -hmm. they're a really nice way to like break up the like you know progress log-esque thing that i try to like kind of stray away from um, and I have, and I a hundred percent ripped them off of, uh, good grief, who is a Fremenic, uh, UIM, uh, who had a very good series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, he, he might've tossed in the towel by now. He's, he's quite inactive, but, um, I definitely learned quite a, quite a few things from his editing style. So shout out good grief. Maybe one day he will return to us. Yeah, hell yeah. So many snowflake Iron Men lost to the dark corners of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you've been locked to a region or whatever, you know, your restriction is for so long, you know, eventually you get tired of it. So it's kind of nice that, like, your series, you've kind of put, like, so, a date that you want to be done with So it. the people always talk about burnout with these kind of series. Mm-hmm. And I have never mm-hmm. experienced this because mm. uh, I spend more time editing than I do playing the game. <laughs> so playing the <laughs> game is my reward, that's, right? I, 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 I have, fair. Uh, so I have this caress grind coming up. 
I'm planning on killing over 10,000 Karasks for like seven reasons. They're really good for my account. I have mm-hmm. been looking forward to this grind for over a year. <laughs> I have several shows, several anime that I want to watch that I have been <laughs> saving because I half of my previous grinds have been in the wilderness, so I can't be multitasking there. I can't really watch anything while I edit, so I'm just... I'm so excited for just a, a long, monotonous, reasonably AFK grind. I mean, you know, hell yeah. I can't stand grass after our last <laughs> no. bingo where i went uh pretty dry hey, for a unique well there, if but... it makes you feel any better one of the collection logs that i didn't mention in my uh how was your week segment um at i think over like three thousand caress kills i finally have one mystic robe top light <laughs> that's uh, the one you went dry i on. have already received two swords and an axe and i got the axe first excellent and i only just Chris. recently received I the was... mystic top light i see have you gotten the caress head i was no. going for i think the axe oh, okay. very right. sad <laughs> yeah. i want that because you can actually use it to make the the Karask version of the um the poh training dummy in your house yeah mm-hmm. which like doesn't really matter but I just like to complete lists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nice to, to do that. Uh, let me grab my Slayer Helm real quick, because I want to check how many, uh, how many Karas I've killed log. Can uh, I make this? Nate. No, I need a... I killed 3,000 before I got... Oh, and Bolt of Cloth, okay. The, uh, yeah, I killed 3,000 before I got the... Uh, I think it was the axe is what I was dry for, and I killed them basically... Yeah, I got absolutely spooned the axe like very, very early KC on Karasks, and I didn't even know how rare it was. I was just like, oh, cool, uh, an axe. And so I just started using that forever. And then someone was like, yeah, that's like over one in a thousand, I think. I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. So the ways RNG works. Yeah, the, the group I mean, Iron Man The are game's spooned. just too easy. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> you had mentioned earlier wanting to briefly talk about uh the trailblazer oh sure too. yeah i think i think that can be a good conversation to kind of close us off yeah because i also have some opinions on it so. yeah um you got a, think... a general synopsis on your opinions here yes i well i i know we don't have all the information yeah I don't, uh, we don't know the yeah, relics, we, were, we don't know. We were speculating a couple episodes ago on like, you know, there's going to be a new tier of relics, they're going to probably rebalance them a little right. bit. Um, we don't know what quests regions yeah. unlock, we don't know if they've changed the boundaries of regions, which they probably won't, but they still could. Right. We don't even know how many regions are going to be three. unlock. Yeah. People are assuming three, yeah. but people are I also saying like maybe four. being able to choose four. Personally, I so I really want and I I don't know if they're going to do this. I don't know if they've confirmed this or not. I really want them to not start in Missilin. I think Mm. that that would change the dynamic of the whole thing and make it feel fresh. I didn't even think of that. And yeah, I totally agree agree with that Um, because I remember someone was saying to me um, that I think it might have been my brother. Actually, he was saying um, he wanted them to make it so you weren't forced to take Karamja and give you four unlocks mm-hmm. instead. I think I'm fine with keeping Missile and Karamja in the same thing. 
um, make that an unlock, start us somewhere else. Or just let you choose where to Maybe start. Maybe they could do... I so Possibly. I, 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 I did think about that. Um, I think that, I mean, for having four regions, but Missile and Karamja isn't auto-unlocked, so you can go somewhere else. That seems like people want four mm-hmm. regions, but people think that four regions plus... I mean, I guess that's five regions, right? Um, I think that yeah. that's too much. Every... So every league has started somewhere else, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, Twisted League started, obviously, in Zaya. Um, we think we started in Lumbridge for um, Trailblazer. Trailblazer and, then- and then Shattered Relic was in Catherby, right? Um, mm-hmm. So there is precedent for starting somewhere else. How would you... I don't know how you would like choose your starting area. Like, would you... Would you start yeah. on like the node, like the group Iron Man? Yeah, or they could. Spot I guess and, they like, could just have you at the area. end of Tutorial Island or something. Yeah, your character could physically be in Lumbridge, but you're just given a whole UI covering right. uh, menu, you know, to pick where you or actually you end up. The, yeah, you could be in the black void. I don't know. Um, that's uh, that you have to use the teleport disc <laughs> to get to in uh, um, Thalder Mines. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'd be fine with that, but I, I just want us to not start at Missalan. I, that is the one thing that I yeah. care about. Would you be okay if it was a Zaya start, like Twisted Leagues? Because Zaya Z- is such a like uh, easy pick for so many people because it has so much. In I, it. you know, I feel like a lot of people, because um, this happened last league as well. A lot of people like to specifically pick the regions that are not as good to try and you know right. see what's going on. And if we start in Zaya, you're basically mm-hmm. being given the best region. Right. Yeah. Because Zaya is just so strong. It has, you know, it has a raid. It has its own Slayer Master, farming guild. There's so much so going strong. for it. Yeah. How is this region I, so strong? I genuinely yeah. don't know. Uh, like, I was not expecting them to add Zaya as part of Trailblazer when it came back. Yeah. And here we are. I think that there was a reason that they did not include it in the first one. And it was not yeah. just because they had just done trail or uh, Twisted League. They they cited that as their reason. I mean, there's a reason, but I never believed mm-hmm. that that was the reason. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Wright's familiar with not picking Zaya. Yeah. <laughs> too good. <laughs> he, you know, you excluded it from yeah. the Northern UIM because it's just well, like it's too, you'd be. It's too good. Yeah, um, go on. It basically invalidates like. Like, imagine if I had Zaya to start, and I could just get a raw shark mm-hmm. uh, and not have to do any Barbarian Assault. Um, yeah, it's But also, like, would I ever even, would I even bother, like, completing Probatic Trials? Would that help me? I mean, probably, but... Um, the other thing mm-hmm. about Zaya specifically to my Northern account, which people have, like, asked me why I don't consider unlocking Zaya for Chambers... Um, there is one road to Chambers, and it goes below the line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's and funny. So I would need to. I assume the whole island was above the line. I didn't realize it dips Fake below. Fan. He has a map on one of the early episodes that shows which half of the island is allowed. Yeah. Oh, I see. And so yeah. it's like I get everything on Zaya except uh, sand crabs, the woodcutting guild, Tithe Farm, and Chambers of Zarek. <laughs> which like well, at, at that point uh, mm-hmm. just, uh, there's no 
Yeah. I think that leaving it out makes the, the account significantly more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I also really like how, because I've never gone there, uh, the winter tot teleport on my games necklaces is crossed out <laughs> because you need, you need to oh, go really? onto the mainland in order to unlock that teleport. I had no idea. Yeah. That's funny. I wish I could huh. cross out the other teleports on my dueling rings. I wonder if there's a plug-in that can I'm do sure it there for is. you. I'll call up Idle after this. <laughs> <laughs> Idle have four plugins in yeah. to make. I have a three and a half hour podcast. We brought you up. <laughs> multiple times <laughs> yeah so that, that's what i'm hoping for uh leaks for yeah i'm i, I agree regardless of what they do i'm gonna play it yeah, i love leaks I, think I, they're fun. I fucking love that shit i really really want to try and get a dragon cup i got a rune cup the last two leagues oh and i was really close to dragon cup on shattered relics um but like mm -hmm. the last week or so i decayed into the the rune cup percentile oh, no. and i was like well there's no decaying this yeah, time." yeah exactly right? so I, I mean even if they hadn't announced that there wouldn't be any decaying this time i probably still would have tried to go for dragon cup but that just mm -hmm. makes it less of mm -hmm. a pain in my fucking ass <laughs> yeah yeah i've unfortunately burnt out uh right when leagues has started every single time so i've never actually played a leagues for more than Simply a couple a days issue, i'm being honest yeah, I yeah, true. I I'm always play them for it. a few weeks. I don't think I ever I've never played one all the way through. I I did not play mm -hmm. Twisted. I was not around really. I, I think I was mm -hmm. playing the game, but that was like around when I was starting to get into old school, like getting back into from the olden days of playing RS2 kind of stuff. I had just like discovered that old school had existed. But then I played all the way through mm -hmm. Trailbla Trailblazer and I played all the way through Shattered Relics. So I will most likely play all the way through this one as well. Nice. Because I think it's really fun. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's good content. I have one final question. All right. Okay. You transmogged your magic shortbow into, what was it, a, a maple shortbow? Um, yes. And that was so you could do BA with, uh, with viewers and stuff, right? On yes. Could people still... I do not like... I, I, I do not like how confusing that section ended up yeah, in the video. It, was fine. My, it wasn't confusing to me. Um, mm -hmm. What I wondered was, did anybody notice that your maple shortbow had a spec? Um, no. Mm. no um, I, did, I did notice that. Um, nobody ever commented on okay. it. <laughs> um, there was a stream after, I think, that like I did LMS or something. Um, and we were like talking about my combat level and I clicked on it to show my combat level oh. <laughs> and that showed magic shortbow imbued and there was a special attack bar <laughs> that people did see. So I, I haven't been immune to spoiling things on stream, yeah. but I, I try mean, to avoid it. It's kind of inevitable. I feel, uh, eventually you get a slip yeah. off, but mm -hmm. right. we're only human, but I tried to, yeah, yeah, I, I, well, it'll be less of an issue in the in the age of streaming. Yes, I'm so. I'm so excited. I so every stream I put a uh, a big red square over my stats um, to just remind myself not to click on these. They're full of spoilers. Um, mm -hmm. I had there's a plugin that could have helped you. Oh, with is that. there? 
Yeah, there's a, a plugin that you can make like custom borders for oh. all of your stats. Mm-hmm. And I have it set for when I get a 99, it makes a border gold. But you could just set it to fill in with like a custom oh. image the entire thing. So you just can't that's see it. genius. I wish I had thought of that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a big red square on my stats and all of the footage, and I had to edit it out. Oh, fun. <laughs> Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, th- that would have. Well, you still would have had to edit it out, but you know, it would have looked a little Ooh, nicer. Yeah. Um, when you opened up the well, stats page. I mean, I never clicked on the stats page, right? Mm. And if I okay. accidentally did, yeah. then I could put a meme there and just not gotcha. include that part in the video. Yeah, that's Wish true. Had... That's true. I guess yeah, you're editing over the. Wish I had heard of that. I see. Well, next time maybe. If, yeah. if if that ever yeah. comes up again, yeah. I guess I don't yeah. know. When the Southern UIM I, is made, <laughs> Southern UIM. I have a <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I have a full rules list. I I theorycraft the entirety of Southern UIM. <laughs> there are too many exceptions. Oh, I'm not yeah. interested. I'm not doing it. If, if anybody else would mm. like the rules, uh, the border is, uh, the little like straight line above shante pass that's the most interesting one i've found oh yeah but you need to you need to take like so many exceptions to get anything interesting and even then like what your end game is toa and that's been done before so yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure it'd be a fun account you're a a desert (laughs) uim without alcarid so it's yeah. yeah. Good luck getting right. runes. All right. Well, I think uh, this is a good spot to to end it off. It's been a great yeah, conversation. Fun. Yeah. Where can people find you if they want to watch either on YouTube or on Twitch when you start streaming sure. or anywhere else you yeah. want to shout out? Um, YouTube.com slash Jeparate. That's me. Um, Twitter.com slash Jeparate. That's me. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jeparate. That's me. That's about it. Nice. I have a Discord somewhere. Awesome. Um, I think it's you like want, in a. We can link in, it. Sure, sounds good. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, everyone knows where they can find us. All the links are you in already the description. <laughs> yeah. If you want to find us elsewhere, all the links are down there. Join the Discord, and you can listen to these live as well. And like I mentioned earlier on the podcast. Uh, next week, I plan to have the editing on this one done actually early so people will hear this before the episode comes out or before we record the next one. But next week, we'll have uh, Sebe on. If you want to hear that, you can join the Discord and listen in live. There's no barrier. You don't have to subscribe on Patreon. Anyone's free just to listen in. Uh, and yeah, thanks. Thanks once again for coming on. It was of course. a ton of fun. Great talking. Fun little chat. Yeah. Bye-bye. See you. Bye.